This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Colt Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Go. What's going on? This is XC Podcast, episode 105. And I took a second to hit the button. Mag was giving me the greatest rant. He is all hyped up for the show. You're juice, bro. How are oh, you? Come on, man. I am fantastic, Colden. Listen, oh, uh, I, sure the week, I, I, was hit, I yes. didn't hit the right button. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Okay. Are anyway, we live? There he is. No, we were live. They could hear you. Oh, okay. looking at a at a goofy picture of you. They're oh, I you see. It. But now you it's look great. You- yeah, I now it's like YouTube week. or whatever. The- yeah. <laughs> That's okay. It works now. Um, listen. Uh, I'm excited for the show. We got a lot of things to talk about tonight. Obviously, things are going to be going 100 miles an hour because we got a busy week ahead of us. We got a busy week next week. We got all things to talk about. However, before we even start the show, I wanted to say my shirt of the week is none other than the Toronto Blue Jays. Right here, baby. Riding off a five-game winning streak. And, of course, I can't help it. I really hope he's listening. Mooch, if you're listening out there, I'm sorry. I had to go get the broom from the closet because we swept the Mets, baby. It's over. It's done. You lost all three games to Toronto. Don't come in our house. We'll come to your house, and we'll show you how it's done. Anyways, let's get back into the show. we got a lot of things to talk about. The chat's already going. There's only 450 people here. I expect double that in the next five minutes flat. Only, let's go, people. I mean, only f- there's our 485 no, no. people. Like, 450 people is amazing. We just... You're talking about the Mets. Uh, I wouldn't even talk about baseball on this show, but Mariners got absolutely killed by uh, a couple of their teams lately. But um, <laughs> people aren't thinking about baseball right now. They're talking about games. They're thinking about game showcase. Uh, before we get rolling in, I did want to talk about um, – well, let me – I didn't do this last week. Let me give a shout-out to the Patreons and channel member veterans. Uh, I've got a great list of people. Uh, Mark Carwell, KY Bob Assassin, Luke Jazzy Noop, Riga Falon, Matic Master, Jason Luan, Mo B, Lord Sinita, William Riggs, Matt Burns, Liam Lanza, Yuzani Kazada, Nanopliamet, Suicide King, Red Wolf, Robert Jackson, Lord Starkiller, Dante Muda, Betamax, Dark CMF, Gaz. <sighs> Lost the spot. Wreak Havoc, Zenner White, Devaro 2 Gaming, V Simpco, Assassin, Poochie, Dub, Larry Thatcher, Hargit, Chani Tika, Chillin', Raiden Blade, Cute Perspective, True 77, Risk for the Biscuit, Micah Ford, Red Source, Dave UK, Quince Harmony, Attitude Ear, Pesky Krogan, Pen Pineapple Pen, Trail Roberts, Neil B, Boba Fett Gaming, MacBound, Meat Puppet, Kung Fu Hot Dog, Xbox International, Alan Deltry, J Jedi J Goalie, Gamer by Choice, Rippin, Highlanders, Havoc, and Zimic. And I gotta update that list when I get back from LA. But I wanted to start off the show. I just for fun, I guess, I decided to I just spruced up the overlay with some items from Starfield I'd cut out in Photoshop painstakingly going around and cutting around the character and cutting them out of, out of the background. And I threw them in there because we're going to talk about Starfield today. We're excited about um, everything else at showcase. Uh, I'm, I'm really, really excited, but I want to talk about playing. Cause I know right now uh, soon 
people can drop into Diablo 4, people can play in early access. Let me ask up, Mag. I'll pretend like we didn't ask behind the scenes, but have you played Diablo 4, Mag? <laughs> no, I have not played Diablo 4 yet. Um, the FOMO has not attacked me. It hasn't got me just yet, but here's the thing. We talked about this. You're going away. I'm going away at the end of this week. I'm not going to buy something and then just be out of the country for 11 days, right? So it didn't make any sense. So what am I going to do? Stare at the tile while I'm sitting in the terminal, like waiting for my plane? And then I'm going to, yeah. yeah. And then when I'm, I'm, I'm going to be sitting on the beach staring at a tile on, on the app? No, I'm not going to do that. I'll wait till I get back. And then, you know, the other thing is too, by then, now I know that the game is great from what I've heard, the reviews, I've seen people play it, whatever. I've talked to people, obviously, in the community, everything else. But here's the thing. I'm going to wait till the FOMO wears off entirely. And then the... Uh, the honeymoon phase, and I'm not talking about like from the casual gamer. I'm talking about like you know, like never mind. Sorry, I'm talking about the casual gamer that doesn't play Diablo. Like I've never played a Diablo game in my life. But like you got the lunatics out there who know like every detail. They're like, oh, but if you like split the stone and then rub it on a sword, and then this happens, and then all of a sudden you get a buff where like your biceps grow by two inches, and then you can like do this. And I'm like, how do you guys know all this stuff? But then you you realize these guys have been playing Diablo for like two decades, right? So, anyways, the point is. They know what they're doing. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never played it before. So I want to hear in about two weeks' time, and that includes you, Chet, and everybody listen afterwards. I want you guys to tell me how you like the game after about a couple of weeks now, right? So, so that by the time I get back and back in the country and settled back into my home, then I will look at it and I'll say, okay, guys, now the honeymoon phase is off. How is it for a newcomer, right? And then, and then I'll be really interested to see how people react and talk to it like that, right? So mm-hmm. that'll be cool. And then once, once I see that, then I can make an educated decision as to whether I'm going to purchase it or wait for, uh, you know, wait for down the road when it's eventuality of it showing up in Game Pass or whatever, right? So because you know that deal's going through, you know, it's just a matter of when. Yeah, I mean, there's so. a lot of big games coming out this summer, and Diablo's one of them. Like, can we wait? Like, a lot of my friends all paid for the early access and. A fun fact, if you game share and your game share partner buys early access, that expanded content being the early access is not available to you. Gaz paid a hundred dollars for the game. We game pass. I can't, or we game game share. I can't even access the game and I wasn't going to go buy it again. Uh, I, I'm still on the fence. Um, I asked in the chat, I did a poll. I said, which uh, class are you choosing Diablo? I think there's four. There might be five. Sorcerer, Barb, Barbarian, Rogue, Necro. It's like, well, I think it sounds so nerdy when you say, I'm thinking about the source of the barb, the barbecue source. But uh, <laughs> I, I was making fun of my, my friends are having so much fun. I have zero FOMO for Diablo. I'm like, uh, one of our good friends, MacBound, says, hey, Cole, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch the show tonight because Diablo drops. And I'm like, Mac, you can you can press X a thousand times while you're watching the show. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> we talked about that. Actually, I was in that thread, too, on Twitter. Yep. And then I'm like, you could... You could, you're more than happy. I'm more than happy that you could play the game, but guess what? You're playing the game after the XNC show. No excuses. I'm like, you're not playing during, you're not playing uh, before you're going to play after you're going to sit down. You're going to listen to the show, watch the show, do whatever you got to do, clean your house. Okay. Make your bed, do, cut the lawn, whatever you got to do. You're, you're going to do all that stuff while you listen to the show. And then when you're done, yeah, well, th- no, then you could turn on your, your console and then you could play the game. Okay. The game will be there. Just get that other stuff done first. And, of course, the top priority is, of course, XNC. So we'll take it from there. Top, top priority. And top if, you, priority. if you have to level up, put some kibble on your controller and have your dog just nibble away by the uh, the X button, and you'll and you'll get leveled up on Diablo. It's that simple. Uh, i got to give a shout-out to K, KJ Wars 85 for becoming a channel member uh, with 
hit the join button and he's able to get that. He's got the Ori picture. So um says, welcome to early access. I think he should have the Joanna Dark, but I don't know. It doesn't matter, but welcome to him. Hargy Johnny's got a super that starts us with our next great topic before we get. We're going to jump right into the into the mat, nasty and messy stuff. But Hargy Johnny gets our next topic. He says, thank you for the super, Hargy. He says, who's ready to drop $3,500 for the Apple Vision Pro headset? Anyone? Anyone? He says, oh. no. Meg, let's oh. hear your, oh. <laughs> let's hear oh, your editorial. Okay. Oh my God, please, please let me just do Listen, for, for ski, anybody ski out goggles. there. Yeah, for, yeah, right, exactly, right? Uh, for anybody out there who wants to talk about Sony and the PlayStation being the exclusive masters when it comes to scumbaggery, you have to stand back in awe of Apple and their arrogance. It is beyond words. You release a th- you're about to release a $3,500 American headset, which I could buy a Kia, okay? I could buy a car with that. In Kia. It's like $5,000. It's $5,500 Canadian, okay? Are you out of your mind? The amount, like, it's, it, and then on top of it, it operates with Apple apps and products, and, and like, I can't even start. It's like you're locked into the ecosystem. And then, like, and then I, I was talking about my my, my brother about it because he's an Apple cuck, right? So he's just like, you don't need a and I'm like, yeah, I know you don't need. Okay, translation. What that means to me is you don't need an Apple computer, you don't need a Mac or anything to run it. It runs independently. Yeah, that's cool, right? It runs independently. However, in order to operate it, look, there you go. You want some eyes? <laughs> I, I just thought it go. was funny that. They had the girl, like, they zoomed in, like, you were supposed to be so impressed with this tech. And she, I don't know if anybody will get this reference, but, uh, you know, she had the goggles. It reminds me of the nerdy kid. I'm sorry, we're Gen Xers, but it was the nerdy kid in the department store in the Christmas story that was waiting for Santa Claus. And he was wearing, like, the the, the flight goggles. And he's like, I like Santa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was like. Pic- and she had these, she, yeah, she looked ridiculous. And, and the, the smile she had, she looked like Jack Nicholson. You know when he put the makeup on in the first Batman movie? When he put the human makeup on and he was like this? And then everybody at the table, all the mobsters are going, what's the matter with you, Jack? Why are you smiling like that? And he's like, hey, 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 I just smile like that. <laughs> she looks like the Crypt Keeper wearing a headset on. Anyways, I mean, somebody I'm just told me that this. the HoloLens was like a $2,500 thing when it dropped, and no one was buying it. But as far as I remember, the HoloLens from Microsoft wasn't – I think it was available to the public, but nobody in the public was buying it. So No, and, but – but uh, so anyway, back to the back to the thing. Yeah, my brother's like, well, it's you know translation from his bibbity bobbity boop stuff because I was wasn't listening to him. Uh, uh, but I was just he was just like, it doesn't run, it doesn't require any Apple hardware in order to run this thing. I'm like, yeah, okay, it goes, it runs independent. I'm like, yeah, but when you turn it on, you have to run it with an with Apple apps and their programs. Of course. And I'm like, so you need the Apple's like it's not like Android where you can access everything or even the MetaQuest or whatever you can access pretty much everything. And then that, that turned into a whole war, right, about that thing. And I'm like, dude, it's not even close. And so my other brother jumped in, and he saw that it was 67% of the world uses Android. So, I mean, the, the arrogance of this product is just beyond belief. I mean, I just – like, no one's going to – no one's going to buy this thing. They, listen, if you want VR to be – to actually make a, a, a splash in this world, you got to have it one-third of that price – 
It's the heart. The, sorry, the tech has got to be there. It's got to be <laughs> one third of the price, and it's got to be accessible everywhere. Otherwise, I, what is the point? I, I've got. I want to move off of the Apple Vision, but I've got a twenty dollar alternative to the Apple Vision. <laughs> yeah, Remember there it is. Still, they sell those hats with like a strap, and you stick your phone in there. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, poor, poor Apple. Whatever. I mean. That thing oh, just probably won't go, but I want to talk about idiot. Aaron Greenberg's yeah. tweets that blew up yesterday. Um, Aaron just decided, you know what? Why Why do I have to keep my mouth shut? Um, he, uh, I, I want to talk about Summer Games Fest as that comes first, but that might have to wait because I know people are excited to hear about what Aaron said. One of the, one of the first things he said that was total shade because we're coming off of the obvious PlayStation showcase where they did not deliver first party showcasing. They didn't deliver a lot of gameplay. They didn't deliver what the fans have been waiting two years for. And it sounds like Xbox has quite a bit to deliver. One of the first things he said was, uh, I can confirm there will be no movie or TV show trailers in our games show. Smart ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's pretty funny. I mean, you know, hey, you know what? All's fair in love and war. And if you're gonna do this, you gotta, you might as well just do it, right? I mean, that's that's the same kind of shot. Maybe maybe not that doesn't hit as hard, but it still is like, the same kind of shot that they does. This is how we share games, right? You remember that whole mm -hmm. thing back in 2013, oh, yeah. and then they 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 filmed that thing, and then they did it the next day after Xbox had their showcase, and they're like, this is how we share games, and then they just hand it to it. Yeah, that whole thing. That was basically the Aaron Greenberg 2023 version of that. Mm -hmm. Right, so I'm hey, you. you know what? Uh, yeah, you got to do that though, Colt. You got to do that. You can't if you if someone makes a misstep, you have to jump on it. You have to be on top of these things. You can't you can't delay. You got to hit. You know, you got to strike while the iron's hot. It's like when I do my parody videos. My parody videos are not from like you know someone said something a month ago. It's something that's trending that very minute, and then all of a sudden I'm like, bink. And then all of a sudden the light bulb off goes yep. off in my head, and I'm like. I gotta drop this video. So then I then I do my thing, and then I do a funny video, and it all and it all correlates, right? Aaron Greenberg basically just did a Pony Master 420. So he did the same thing. He's as soon as someone Before as soon as they dropped the could. ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, as soon as someone dropped the ball, he was there to pick it right up and did what he had to do. Yeah, and everyone thought that PlayStation was super bold for going first, and I guess they, I guess it's bold if you have something to back it up. But I thought it's always better to go afterwards, you know, because. Xbox can't change their showcase, but they were able to do a reactive and preemptive strike like that with by saying, no, well, I mean, somebody did ask straight up to Aaron. They said, are you guys going to have any movie trailers or TV trailers? And, and Aaron yeah, said that's true. Someone, that tweet, someone, you know? that, yeah. someone did bring it up, but Aaron's tweet thread went on for about 30, 40, 45 minutes. It was great. He said, quote, no plans to tease temper or spoil anything love seeing all the wild expectations my advice just come with an open-minded and enjoy come in open-minded and enjoy the ride before i talk about some of the other things he said uh the other day aaron's been tweeting like they're getting excited like they've been working really hard on showcase and he tweeted out that picture of him major nelson and jeff rubenstein in front of a cafe about to have lunch the cafe was called vegetable or vegetable vegetable in the Microsoft offices and all it said was able you couldn't see the rest of the word everyone's like oh my gosh he's 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 teasing fable and this the day before uh, this is also from last week's news that we didn't talk about because it happened after X and C 
But this after Xbox did the glitter thing. I'm sure you've talked about the, gl the glitter tweet on other shows because you've been on shows this past week, but they tweeted out that trail of glitter that went to the monitor of the Xbox showcase. And right. one of the glaring things was that Fable-esque music. Meg, right. what was your response when well, you saw that? You, come on. You don't tease something like that if you're going to disappoint. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to tease the music, fairy dust, you know what I mean? With a trail leading over to the monitor, and then all of a sudden, they're be, and we're going to show you an independent show about uh, deers running around, smashing their heads into um, whatever the hell. <laughs> independent that's, machines. That's, yeah, into the <laughs> machines. Right? They're not going to do that. Listen, if you're showing fairy dust, if you're playing the music, you're going to show something uh, fabled. Now, Someone did say something, and I'm like, you know what? It would be kind of funny if they did do this. I'm like, what if it's just, <laughs> what if it's just like a remaster of the original Fable, or like something like that to tide people over until the thing? And I'm like, dude, if they do that, they're going to burn Los Angeles to the ground. Like, it's literally <laughs> just going to like, it's it like it, there's going to be a huge crack, and then uh, you know what's going to happen? The entire like all of LA is going to sink into the ocean, just like that movie. Uh, what is it, uh, 2012? And they're all going to sink in there. Subways flying in the air, and and all that stuff. And that's what's going to happen if they do that. Listen, you got to show Fable. You got to show Fable proper. You do not make a tease like that if it's not going to happen. So listen, it's happening. And the thing is, it's got to happen. Got to happen. You've got to have the big. You got to be able to overshadow everything that's coming this spring. Well, I'm talking about in terms of like news. Yeah, let's talk about that because I turned around sure. and made a video about all the little teases going on with Xbox leadership and Xbox marketing teams. And I thought, what if what if the social media team did the glitter thing leading on? It's the, it's the Stardust glitter leading to the monitor. And they said, we need some mysterious, curious music. And that's normally the plucking strings, like the Disney style, like do 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 And everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's totally Fable. And what if they're like, oh, crap, everyone thinks it's Fable. Now, there, you talked about the two avenues, Mag, where either they know they have to show Fable or they're like, we're good. We have the Fable Anniversary Edition. I want to talk about the Fable Anniversary Edition. It's been kind of a pipe dream or like a wish list of fans. I've never heard anything from any official sources that it exists or that it's being worked on. Keep in mind, uh, a run-on sentence, that... Fable 3 runs at 4K60 on Xbox Series X, and does, yes. Fable 2 runs at 4K30, and Anniversary Edition might be 4K30. So and they're not you quite up to snuff. And they look No, not, not quite, but they look great. I saw someone playing it the other day because um, I can't remember who it was. They were doing a live stream saying, you know, I'm going to catch up on some of the Fable stuff because I haven't gotten into it. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, this looks pretty damn good. Which one? Was it like, 2 it still or holds. It was three. one, and it no, it was one, and I'm like, it still looks pretty decent. I'm not gonna lie. So I'm like, in my mind, once I saw that, I'm like, I know it's I, obviously I understand it's two different companies entirely, but I'm like, well, after seeing that, I'm like, can you imagine what this new one's gonna look like? Like it's going oh, to be I mean, like, yeah, it, like remember the, you remember yeah. the end of remember the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, the Indiana Jones, and all the Nazis' faces melted off when they <laughs> opened up the when they opened up the Ark oh, of the that, Covenant. That end of the that part of the end. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they open up the thing and they're like, Marion, don't look at it. And like, <sighs> yeah, other faces. I mean, that's that's what's gonna happen. I mean, Playground's gonna make something really great. Uh let me just justify that I don't think that Fable collection is coming because Fable anniversary is like the ten year anniversary right. of the of the first game. 
So right. it's already sort of been remastered. Fable 2 could use some work. Fable 3 just got up res and performance. So I don't think that's coming, but I will say that if that's the Fable we get in 2023 show and that's it, is a oh, collection no. announcement. No. Ooh, I'm going to be no, so no, mad. No, no, no. You know what? I think that an, an announcement of that thing could be supplementary to the announcement or not the announcement the, the reveal of actual fable right so like the, show yeah. us the fable and then as as a supplementary item tag on there and say and in the meantime while you wait fans we have a special treat for you to catch up on on some of the lore and the story and the world of fable with bah, 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 the trilogy okay. remastered yeah. uh, you know a remastered trilogy or even a re even like a like a I can't say soft remake because you can't soft remake these games. It's going to be like a, you know, a remaster, reskin, whatever you want to do in Unreal Engine 5. And then it'll be released in Game Pass in the fall or something. I don't I mean, know. If, whatever. Or if, if, Mag, if they were actually rebuilding or restructuring those games in a new engine, um, it, it also makes sense to do a Fable Collection because then you can get them on PC. Like we'll talk about it. Yes. Uh, another yes. game as yes. well like that. But. I didn't mean to come all the way into the Fable discussion right away, but we're going to have to kind of be fluid and bounce around here because hey, there's a lot That's to talk do. about. Um, but I want to talk about where Fable is since we're on that discussion uh, because last year at PAX, July 2022, take your mind back to 11 months ago or t or 12 months ago, when Matt Booty was doing a on-stage interview with, uh, well, she goes by Bomber on Twitter, but Brittany, uh, I forgive for not uh, forgive me for not remembering her full name. Brittany did this Beers. interview with with Matt Booty, and he said, "I wish I could show you Fable." Like he was saying in the interview, "I, I, what I've seen, I want to show the world, but Playground mm -hmm. won't let me." Now, yeah, I remember that. The yeah. reason why I bring yeah. that up is because. Last summer or last early spring, whenever he saw Fable, I think he, he talked about when he was over there, he wanted to show them what they, what they had. He wanted to show the world. So what's the possibility of an entire year now is Playground Games RPG Studio ready to show, Mag? Do you think They have to. Months, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, 12 months? Come on, man. And it's not like they've got a small studio they're working with here, right? It's not like five or six people sitting around, you know. It's like, you guys want some lattes? I'll go grab some stuff. No, no there's like a thousand. How many people are over there? There's a lot. Isn't there like uh, 500 or something like that? I don't that? know. They're hiring if all the time. More? I think there's at least 300 people working at Playgrounds I RPG Studio. I swear I thought it was. Or maybe I'm mixing it up with Rare. I don't know. One of the studios is huge anyways, and I thought it was Playground. But uh, anyways, they, they, they have hundreds of people. Either way, 12 months well, is a, a long time. Playground as a whole, but I, as far as I know... Sorry, the uh, team. The, the RPG team is in a different building, so yes, okay. Uh, the team and they're, working and they're on cross pollinating, of course. Yeah. Ooh, like bees. Okay, uh, sounds zone very says good. The, the zone in the chat says Fable series flop. Laughing my a off. Uh, no, nah, no, it didn't. But thank you for show stop by the show. We really appreciate hey, it. <laughs> listen, when you said uh, the, the, here's what happened, guys. Brittany that he was talking about, and they were talking about it is confirmed here. It is confirmed now in the XNC show in front of one point two thousand people here it was britney spears has played the new oh, fable gosh. and and she's going to show up on stage during the xbox game showcase she's going to sing a song and then she's going to show fable and she's going to come out and tell everybody with Ken reeves that everybody's breathtaking confirmed here on xnc that's right you heard it here first folks carry on colt 
Now I got to look up her name because of you. Um, Britney Spears, I just told you. Oh my gosh, it's right here and it covers it up in the results. No, it's not Britney Spears. It is um, Britney Brombacher. Brombacher. So yeah, I should have her on the show. She can come do the show with us sometime, Mag. Anyway, of course, uh, <laughs> anytime. And I will totally, not call her totally Britney Spears. Derailed for a minute there, but yeah, Fable hey. is um, Unreal Engine or Forza Tech. Sorry, Forza Tech, Unreal Engine Playground makes amazing stuff. Uh, hopefully, I don't know. I just imagine Forza Horizon Four with exaggerated like plants and trees and bursts of color. I can't wait. And I really hope that, um, I don't know when you reboot a series like that, you got to think, you know, it's been 20 years or it's been 15 years. What do we do? And you got to like kind of crank it up. Um, I I could just picture it being so rich in not, not, not only just the visuals, just like, like rich in like the depth of like the, the the colors, the graphics, the world, the lore. Uh, being able to just walk around and seeing like crickets in the grass, like I could just picture all these crazy things, and I'm just like, this is something else. Like this is going to be something else, and I just and I love that. Like open worlds like that that feel alive, that truly feel alive. That's where I really. You know, I wrap my head around it, and, I, and it's hard for me to get out of it, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm yeah. just sort of like zoned into this world. And that's why I don't like to play multiple games at once, because I like to be enveloped into, into the experience that I'm being a part of, right? So that when I'm done playing, and I go back into the real world, which sucks most of the time, but like, you know, but it's yeah. not actually the, the real, the, the life is great. It's the people around it. Anyways, the point is, is that you, you think about it, and you're like, oh, man, you know, I walk by that barn, and looks like there was a window I was able to get into. Maybe tonight when I go back home, I'm going to see if I can like throw my latch and see if I can climb through that window. Maybe well, there'll be something typically inside. Typically, you know what I'm saying? From what I remember, I, I just played through three, and I was messing around with two and one uh, this past uh, early spring, late winter. And what I remember, like there wasn't a whole lot of interactivity with the world. You you, you basically walk through pathways of the open world, and right. You, you yes, I remember paths. that. Yeah. And I don't think that's the case, brother. I would hope that they're really opening that up, but it's going to be interesting to see them take the Forza Tech engine and and make those RPG elements work in that game. That's going to be really, really cool. We got, um, yeah. we're, what are we at? We're, we've got 13, almost 1,400 people watching live. Thank you so Correct. much. This is the XC Podcast. If you're just checking in, Mag is here. Well, he's, where is he? Yeah, he's right over here. Mag Middle-Age Game Guy is here. He's my co-host. I'm the, the host. We're we're trying our best to do a great show. We're live on YouTube. We also have this show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, On Demand. Timestamps go up, like all the nice things that make it a, a warm, fuzzy blanket for you. But hit the like button if you're having a good time. We're going to go through all of the studios, all of the leaks, and Aaron Greenberg's tweets discussing what to expect from the game showcase because we're just six days away. Oh, my gosh, six days away. So let me yes. go to... Um, a, a couple of supers here. Trail Roberts, thank you for the super. He gives two of them. He says, Diablo 4 is amazing. And he says, I'm not a Diablo fan. I, I've heard people are being won over. He also says, Street Fighter 6 is also amazing. That's another game I was playing a little oh, bit. And I got to tell you. Yeah, how I, is it? I haven't played Street Fighter in a long time outside of Street Fighter 4 uh, at the end of the right. 360 era. And yep. that game has not changed a bit in its regular modes. Like, it just, it just has not changed much. And I think... For diehard Street Fighter fans, they'll be really happy, and the game's reviewing really, really well. Um, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. So uh, we've got 
Uh, oh, DC Walk said he joined the club, but he has no access to emojis. Uh, you should, unless it's a glitch on YouTube's end. But um, uh, I drew those emojis, and pe people don't often use them in the chat, but they are right here. I'm going to knock them through here. Um, let me read this next super chat while I multitask. Uh, hold on, I'm almost done clicking, and there they are. You should have access to them under the um, the emoji button. I don't know. I, I'm too old for this stuff. I don't understand technology. I'm just kidding. Where are we at? Oh, Maya uh, Kong. Thank you so much for the super. Says, hi to Colton. He's lackey. Professor X. Love you guys. Professor X. That's right. You know what? The thing is, be careful with someone like Professor X. I can get into your brain, okay, and then uh, make you do ridiculous things. And then I'll make you rob banks for me. And then you get arrested, and I take the money. Mike Clark, I saw what you said. You're treading on thin ice, son. <laughs> Sorry. He's saying he's... Mike Clark call was like, Mag talking about we were talking about Fable, and he's like, Mag talking about things that won't happen. And I'm like, hey, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen in that game. No, and I, you know I, what? You know what we're going to find out? This Sunday. I I'm also excited. forgot to say there's a, there's a rumor that um, some of the yes. combat is like Witcher, and that made some people mad. But if you well, take let's a moment to get into that combat, it gets really, really right. good. Sometimes you can Why just don't we slash and burn. But uh, we'll see. Let's I just think. see it first. You know Let's what I'm saying? Before we go nuts and start attacking each other and going crazy and speculating like nuts till our heads fall off, let's see what they show us first. And then from there, we'll say, you know what? You know what I mean? And then we take it from there, right? And then we'll say, all right, now we can run with this ball. And then we can say, all right, I like this. I don't like this. I like this. I don't like this. The direction or whatever. It's going to be hard because if they do show us anything, you know it's going to be short and sweet. But that's fine with me. Just show me what I'm doing oh, and show me what the thing looks that's, like. That's another that's thing it. I want to talk about. That's okay, it. so I I did a poll a few minutes ago that I just ended that said, "Do you think the Fable collection exists?" And I think 64% believe it exists. Um, I'm starting to poll right now. Will Fable Four, we'll call it, uh, appear at Xbox Game Showcase XGS? Uh, and then that poll is going to be out there for you guys to vote on. Um, I want to talk about. There was one more thing with Fable. Oh, yes, let's talk about the expectation. Since you brought up the next part of the Fable discussion is what can they show, what what is okay. I want to start this off by saying I think Fable is a full year to almost to two full years away, but I'm leaning I more think. to latter half of 2025. And as I've said on the show many times, sure. Xbox says, the months or the 12 months before the game comes out, that's when they show gameplay because that's when it's polished and ready and you, they don't show it early enough when it looks crappy. So if Fable is coming out sometime in mid-2025 or later, we won't see gameplay, in my opinion, until next E3. But, yes. Mag, would you be okay if they have a small CGI cinematic? No, scratch that. Let me just say it this way because I don't think they're going to do that. Would you be okay, Mag, if Playground Games shows you a very brief two-minute in-engine yes. trailer that flies over yes. and shows you what the game actually looks like in-engine? Yes, I'm fine with that. I don't want to see cinematics because we already saw a cinematic of a fairy flying around and a frog eater, right? We already saw that. We don't need to see that again because uh -uh. That, that, that's the same as watching a Pixar trailer. I'm like, all right, it's a Pixar trailer for you know some crappy Pixar movie because they're no longer good. Anyways, at Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. 
behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. But is, all you know I get what I'm is saying? tone from that. That's all I get is tone. It's not enough. Yeah, it's not enough. You got to give me, show me what the game looks like in game. That's it. You don't have to go into deep dive. You don't have to show me this, that, and the other thing. I don't need all these mechanics. Show me what I'm going to be playing, even if it's 10 seconds. And that goes for a lot of things. And we're going to discuss this later on in the show yeah, uh, yeah. about how my personal feelings about how revealing reveals should be for me, for me personally. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to reveal. You know what I'm saying? Well, you'll you'll understand what I'm saying when we get into that later. But, uh, you know, for me personally, I only need about 10, 15 seconds of something. And I'd be like, you know what? That looks hot. Or that doesn't look hot. Or that's not my jam. Or that's my jam. Right? Or maybe that's one of those, I'll wait for Game Pass and I'll just try it. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, I've got something to say on that. I want to give a shout out to Red Wolf for gifting a channel membership to Colin Prime in the chat. I was actually able to see that. So thank you, Red Wolf. That's very nice of you. Um... I know it sounds goofy, but stay with me, chat and Mag and audience watching, 1,300 of you. Um, isn't it nice to at least see something in-engine, in-game, how it actually looks so that you can share that, post that, talk about that, brag about that, you know, guess of what the game could be like? Have you something tangible? Like for me to show a, a, a frozen screen of the Tinkerbell trailer that Mag was talking about doesn't really do us any good as fans getting excited or trying to explain to people what this game is going to be like or what it'll look like. But I feel like it's really important for So if you're here watching the show, if you are on forums or you're on social media, you watch podcasts or you do podcasts, like you care about this stuff, right, Meg? If you're here, I think you understand me that you like having a tangible in-engine thing that shows you what the game is going to look like even if it can't yes. have gameplay, you can at least use that to say, fine. this is fable. Am That's I right fine. or am I fraud? No, no, you're, no, you're absolutely right. And the thing is, I mean, in my eyes, you know, I, not everybody's going to agree with us. Um, but the, in my eyes, I believe it's the same thing. Listen, I don't live and breathe gaming 24 seven. I have a <laughs> lot of things to do in my life. And so when you give me a, a snippet of something, then it stores into the memory going, Hot damn, that looked good. Can't wait to play it. We'll talk about it during the shows. We'll talk about it during my other shows, my guest appearances, whatever, right? Throughout the year, throughout the two years that it'll take. I still think it'll take two years. And you know what? That's not that unfair to, to, to do something like that. Because, like, for example, like Rockstar. Rockstar, from the proper announcement of the game, when they show that when they show a little bit of the game, it's usually within a year and a half to two years that it uh-huh. releases, right? I see Fable doing the same thing. So, yeah, I could see that being like a fall 2025 um uh title or uh, there's no way i don't i don't think it's going to be 2024 so let's go 2025 um okay. anyway that being the case all right that being the case i just need a little piece of action that i can just say hey that <laughs> looks piece, just a little piece come of action on. just a little piece just a little bit just a little bit of something come on we're not going to go down that road colt so <laughs> anyways taste. this is the thing i'm just i just want to yes give me wet my beak a little bit that's all i want to see all right wet my beak just want to see what's going on all right? And then from there, I go like, that looks amazing. Can't wait to play it. Let's speculate and talk about it, whatever, here and there, and just have some fun with it. And that's it. You don't need to do anything else. You don't hey, need to tell me about... Of wet, speaking you know? of wetting your beak, Aaron Greenberg also said on Twitter, 
that I would, he said, quote, I'd bring an extra pair of underwear in that case. Now, is he talking about if you have an uh, accident in the back or in the front? I don't know what he's talking about. He, listen, love the guy. He's a great guy. He's really into the community, but he's got to calm down a little bit, all right? Like, we get, we're going we're to give him some value and say, listen, dude, you're gonna, your head's going to explode before the show starts. Just chill out. When the show happens, then you're going to go nuts. And then, then you light the fireworks and do whatever you got to do. Go on the stage, have, have Phil up there with Motley Crue, like pyrotechnics blowing off over his head. You know, Keanu Reeves dropping from the ceiling on wires. Whatever you want to do, okay? But, like, I don't know. What he's talking about, I have no clue. But here's the thing. I don't want to know. I, I don't want to know. I have not been paying attention to the people that have the Xbox shows leaked. And this and that. We have all the details. I don't care. Yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. You know why? Because, I mean, mind you, like I said, I'm out of the country and I'm going to be on vacation with the family. However, there's going to be an hour and a half point or two hour point of that vacation on Sunday where I'm going to be sitting sitting back with a big cigar under cabana with my tablet and a huge beer, probably about this big. And I'm going to sit there and watch the game show, right? Or the, game, or the showcase, right? And I'm going to sit there and watch. I don't want to know about it ahead of time. I don't want no, spoilers. No. I don't want to know any of this stuff. I will speculate, but I don't want to know anything else. I'm like, oh, well, Rand said this. Well, you know, that's fine. That's great. But I want to sit down and watch the show. Rand's not going to be in the Dominican Republic on a beach chair, you know. Well, like he are. might be. He might be. In his mind. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him. <laughs> yes, when I'm down call there. Anyways, we're yes. on the air. Uh, one of the other quotes that Aaron said was, and boy, this was the big one. He said, I mean, the other one was really big when he said that he doesn't want us to temper expectations. Like, that was pretty massive because he's done that a couple times in the past. And I was looking back on last year's show, and the, the 12-month thing was a problem for a lot of people. But Redfall looked good at the opening. Like, it looked really good. And 15 minutes of Starfield bookending was great. And there was some – the Hot Wheels expansion for Forza was wonderful. Like, that show was pretty dang good. But then right. after you get out and realize those games just aren't making the mark, that's what upset people. So that's the hindsight. But this time, Aaron said that not that he won't temper expectations or ask us to, which is good. And Sarah Bond's been like hype and games and tweeting like that. So his last quote that I'm going to read is, quote, none of our first party games in the show are full CGI trailers. Everything is either in-game footage, in-game in engine footage or in-game footage with a mix of cinematics. Each of our trailers will be labeled, so it will be hopefully clear for our fans, close quote. And everybody read that like, oh, no CGI. And that's exactly right. what they mean. For their first party, which is under their direct control, uh, I did ta I've been talking to a lot of people and some important people about how us, the fans, and you, the chat, and the audience listening to the show, thank you so much for being here, about how the fans don't like just CGI. Like, it is passe. It's out of fashion. It's not satisfying to see just CGI. And someone pretty high up asked me, what if we have a little bit of CGI and then we go into gameplay? And I'm like, that's, we that's love perfect. that. I said, we love that because we get the tone you know, and then we get to see what it's really like. Like, those things are cool. And so with Aaron saying, as I look at the quote again, uh, we will have a mix of in-game, in-engine, or in-game with cinematics. And then the last part That's that not a lot of people talked great. about, Mag, was everything will be labeled 
Uh, I got to look back at it again. Our trailers will be labeled so it is hopefully clear for our fans because how many times have we watched a trailer and we're like, that ain't in game or that's not in engine. You know, that's totally pre-rendered. That's that's CGI. I mean, it was built on a computer. It'll never run in the game. You'll never see that moment in the game. Uh, you know, Ubisoft does it to great extent. We see really beautiful pre-rendered stuff that sets a tone. And you're like, that's not the game. So what I think will happen is we will get little subtitles at the bottom when footage is up explained if that's cgi or in engine or gameplay and i was asked what if you see gameplay but it's not from the perspective of the player like do you need to have the hud up when you see somebody you know going after an enemy or something and it's actually in gameplay do they need to see the hud to prove that it's gameplay and i said no i if I, we don't like the hud like we like to see it like totally clean but we know, right? I, I'm kind of speaking for the for the fans, right? We know when we see something that's gameplay, we don't need to see the HUD to know it's gameplay. We know that it's not. Um, you can tell when it's CGI, right? So uh, I think yeah. that's where we're sitting, which is which right. is pretty cool. That see, here's the thing, and and the sentiment in the chat is pretty much the same. By the way, apparently Mike Clark is going to be watching the show naked, so there's no need for underwear. So Aaron, you lost. Okay, the fans have spoken. I've heard more than one person say, I'm just going to watch it naked. So anyways, here's the thing. Maybe I'll do the same thing. Maybe I'll go to the nude beach. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, here's the thing. Just just the tablet CGI. keeping you <laughs> modest, you know? <laughs> ah, there a, we go. have to be a really big tablet. Anyways, um, it's, uh, here's the thing. So I didn't say anything. Uh, anyhow, uh, here's no, the thing. No, somebody threw their voice, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah what, it was Mike. It, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. CGI is fantastic for setting the tone, okay? It's setting the tone. So I think that they should start all trailers like that. Set the tone where you are, what's the environment, what's the, what are the story beats, what's, what's happening, who's the protagonist, all that kind of stuff, right? You set the tone. And then from there, bang, then you jump right into, and this is what you're doing. And it only needs to be 30 seconds. It could be 45 seconds, whatever you want to do, a minute at most. That's enough to sell you on A, the story and the setting and the tone and the protagonist, like I just said, and the story beats. Have you done all that, right? So you know what you're doing, what you're doing, why you're doing it, and all that kind of stuff, and why we need a hero like you. And then show the hero like you. Then show you. Or, or presumably what you're going to, you know, what you're going to look like or what you're going to be doing. That's all you need to do. So, yes, a combination of both is a fantastic idea. And I think that and, and I think that the transparency of, of having like, you know, this is CGI, this is that. But the thing is, I've noticed some people in the chat have been saying, not some, a lot of people in the chat. Now we're at uh, we're at uh, 1,400 people plus, right? Yeah. A yeah, lot of people are you. saying we want. Yes. Thank you, guys. And a lot of people want to see playing on a Series X. Because, you know, people, yeah, yeah. PC players, sure, there are going to be a lot of PC players that are tuning into the show. I get it, right? But there are going to be a hell of a lot more Xbox players tuning in to the Xbox showcase. I would think so the majority would see, be Xbox console saying. fans, yeah. That's right. So I want to see what I'm playing with that big old box back there. Okay? And you, and you, and everybody else in that chat. We all own a Series X or a Series S. Right, we so, want to see what we're going to be playing, not what somebody on a four thousand dollar PC is playing. That's the key to all this. So yeah, people, I want to I speak on to expectations for. I want to speak on those expectations for 
how it's supposed to look on Xbox Series consoles because I talked to some people about how in the final months before a game comes out, that's typically when they polish in the console port of a game. So typically, um, last year when they showed Forza Motorsport, they were showing it at, on a PC, but they were showing it on a PC, sir. Oh my gosh, I got my PC. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great time to crack my voice. They were showing that game running on a PC, but Turn 10 had set it to mimic the Xbox Series X settings on purpose because they weren't ready to show it running on Series X last year and during the developer direct. So I talked to some people pretty high up about how can you at least say, like, do you typically show that at Series X settings when you show on PC? And what I was told is developers typically don't like to show a $4,000 build run of the game because it's bitten them in the rear end biting them bit 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 bitting them what's what's the past tense of bite <laughs> um that's it's bit them in the rear end <laughs> because I'm just, I'm just making up <laughs> it happened i'm making up a, mr j there was no fake laugh it was a real laughs anyways uh, i think bitty him because we're just gonna make up I've words as we go never along. once never once has mag fake laughed right? never so never once hey mag don't laugh at this See? <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That's how I rat laugh in the real world. Har har. Hardy har har. So <laughs> back in 2015, CD Projekt Red. Oh, CD Projekt Red did it again. They did it again. In 2015, they showed Witcher 3 on like high, super high PC settings. And everyone's like, that ain't, that's not what it's going to look I ain't want to look like they don't show you on the internet. Click it, click, click, click. So. <laughs> Is that how they spoke? <laughs> no, that's shout out to Boomhauer from King of the Hill. If anybody's uh, super old, but um, oh yeah, dang on it, see the product running, right? showing those games, running real high risk setting. Ain't nobody got no PC like that, and ain't nobody got a PC. So they did the same thing with um, Cyberpunk. They kind of sh they showed the game run on a really great PC, and then yes. when the PS4 versions were shown and the Xbox One and and X even Xbox Series X and PS5, yeah, it kind of bit them. So most developers, uh, that was a you know, I apologize. That was a really long tangent to say Xbox's studios have typically decided to show the game at Xbox Series X Target because let's be let's be honest, those games still look pretty darn good. It's just performance yeah. issues or whatever, right? So Sure. Yeah. To 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 get to the point, I asked if they are going to say shown running on a PC or game shown running at Xbox series X settings. Now I right. pleaded and begged in my own way. I'm like, if that's your target, you really need to say that if you can't show a game running on series X, you really need to show on the bottom of the screen running at Xbox series X settings. And the fans will be happy about it. They may split hairs that it's not actually running on a console, but I think it's super important. Meg, what do you think about that? You think that's too much techno babble? No, not at all. It's it, you're you're basically saying exactly what I'm saying and and what the chat is basically saying is that we want you know you want the transparency of what we're going to be playing because the majority of the people watching the show are the ones who are going to be playing on console, right? And yeah. present company included. I'm not playing it on any of these games on PC. 
Okay, I don't have a PC powerful enough to do that. I could, but I, I'm not a PC player. I don't. I'm not interested in the game. I'm not interested in. The, I'm not interested in moving sliders all around and all this nonsense for every single game. I just want to turn it on, click on the tile, and get going. You know what I mean? Because I got stuff to do. All you right, can literally I'm not just around. set your resolution and set a, a frame rate target, and then back out of the settings. But yeah, I get you. I don't want to sit there and fart around with like mesh, the time. mesh shaders and this and that and blah, 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 blahs and frame rates and this <laughs> and that. Just click the button and let's get going because the mag is busy. I got things to do, okay? I'm a businessman. I don't yeah. have time to fart around with this stuff. Anyways, the point is, I'm just joking. I'm just, uh, I just, I just love ribbing the PC guys because they get so angry. They're almost uh, as angry as like the bronies and oh, the, oh, uh, and get, the Nintendo guys. Get, they get so mad. They get so oh. mad. Uh, Red Monkey Butts says, Colt's going to give the showcase an F if it's not all Xbox gameplay. I would think that the majority of first party showings, some 12 games from first party that make an appearance at the show will have actual in-engine or gameplay footage. I think there's sure. a couple games yeah. that aren't ready that they'll give us a nice teaser. But sure, yeah. when they say a mix of, let me go back to that quote very quickly, that just that one part. Everything is either in-game footage, in-engine footage, or in-game with cinematics. So... That doesn't always mean gameplay. Uh, I'm seeing you on a on an older playthrough, just going like this because I had to catch up the. the <laughs> I can't remember. What, oh, I think you're talking about PC. Um, yeah. So no, I I expect uh, about over half of the first party stuff to actually have gameplay in the trailers. Sure. How about that? How about that? Yeah. And we're gonna yeah, we're gonna it. break down everything that is possibly showing. Um, like we said, nothing is really leaked. I think people have talked about stuff is leaked, like a, a listing of the showcase leaked the other day, but I haven't seen it. I haven't looked. I actually don't believe it exists. Also, let me say really quickly uh, that Xbox did not send out their listing to influencers because those influencers showed their buddy, and their buddy showed somebody, and that buddy leaked it, and then there they were. So I got a couple supers here from Angry Hippie who says, with a five, thank you, Angry. He says, no one is dropping that much glitter in their house if there's not a meaning behind it. And I feel sorry for whoever cleaned up that glitter. I don't know how you do it. Do you vacuum it? Do you oh, use no. I don't know. sticky slime? Or I don't know how you get out of carpet. Like, it's terrible. I, David, I don't know. That we'll sounds do, like a we'll nightmare. We'll start a cleaning podcast, and we'll talk about exactly how they'll tackle that glitter. David Kirkhoff, thank you so much for the six euro. Says... Would like a comeback of Cameo and Viva Pinata. Catch the rest of the show later. It's late here in the Netherlands. And thank you so much uh, for being here from so you. far away. Um, and, you know, my ancestors come from that part of the planet. So that's pretty awesome. We're going to talk about Viva Pinata in a little bit. Red Wolf says, love it, love it, love it. Can't wait for the showcase. Yes, uh, me too, Red. Uh, King X Leonidas, thank you for the two, says, Aaron Greenberg's tweets has me excited and curious. And like we said earlier, we've been wondering if we have to have temper expectations. Aaron, Sarah, like the whole team, Stein, the social media team is getting excited, getting people pumped. Hargy Johnny pumps us up with a $10 super chat. Thank you, buddy. He says, creative director Brian Ethar. Oh, no. Spider-Man 2 release date. Uh, oh, no. On. on okay, okay. Let me redo this again because he had a small typo. And I do have a brain. I can work with this. Creative director Brian Enathar on Spider-Man 2 release date said, it's really just making sure that we're really confident that when we announce the date, we're going to hit it. And he asks, will it make 2023? Mag, 
Will Spider-Man 2 make that 2023 date? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I don't know when. I think I, just... I still stand firm. I still stand firm that they're waiting for the Call of Duty release date because they got marketing for Call of Duty. You don't want to cannibalize your own game. I mean, you think they're they're releasing Spider-Man close to November because maybe they have I a think... one to two month flux that they're working with. Well, look at you got Starfield in September, right? You've yes. got Call of Duty. You've got Call of Duty presumably in October ish yes. or November. So I think they're waiting till everything is nailed down because this is their only hand. That's the only card they've got to play with, right? It's not like they've got like three big titles this fall. And they're like, ah, whatever. Throw Spider Man here. It'll do fine. And then, you know, we'll clean up on the back end of there. We're going to release. We're going to release in July, right? And then, right. yeah, they're but I'm talking in the fall. until September, October. Yeah. So in the fall, they got one card to play. I mean, I know Call of Duty is not theirs, but they got the marketing for that. So they could count that as half a card because, let's face it, the majority of the Call of Duty sales, if not half, my God, what am I saying? Like 80% of the Call of Duty sales are on PlayStation, right? So, right. And, and so you, so you look at that, so you push that aside. So you're like, all right, well, I think they're going to wait for, you got Starfield and then Call of Duty and then somewhere either in between or after you put Spider-Man. But until they nail down that Call of Duty date and they announce the game proper, then you're going to get a Spider-Man thing. I don't think there's any conspiracy around this. I really don't think there's anything. I think the game is ready to go. It's Insomniac. They've been. I don't understand how their vertebrae are broken because, man, these guys have been carrying that company for the last couple of years. They, they released, like, what, four games? Yep. Four games in three years. Four for the games. PS5. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, four games. Holy, yeah. yeah. Like, they're, yeah. they're like, they're like, Please, sir, let us have a rest. And they're like, you will not have a rest and you will not have any pudding for dessert. Get back My to work, sir. fingers yeah. hurt. <laughs> well, well, now yeah, your back's um, going to hurt because you pulled you know Spider-Man 2 know. duty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I do know that Xbox is not afraid to put big games back to back uh, month to month. You know, in 2021, they put out Forza Horizon 5, which was a massive game. And then the very next month, I think it was like 30 days later, they dropped Halo Infinite. So we're going to talk about how Hellblade could be that October game just a month after Starfield. And oh, and that's cares? the other thing. That's the it, other thing. And now they got now there's the possibility of Senua Saga in there. Which we're going to get so to like, in, a, in a minute. So Sony's probably sitting there going, crap, we got one card to play, and we got one marketing deal. Where They're still going to make a ton of put, money, but... No, no, but no, no. Everyone's but... going to be talking about Call of Duty and right. Starfield and Spider-Man at the end of the year. I think those are going to be the biggest games. So being where do you put, about. where would you okay? Where would you put Spider-Man now with this? Now that you have this, you're armed with this knowledge. You've got okay. Starfield in September. You've September got Call 6. of Duty, which they market, so they're, they're going to want to maximize their profit. What's Call there of Duty too, like? Anyway? Right in the middle of November before Black Friday in the. In well, the we US. don't know. We don't know. It's somewhere I mean, in it's August, between October like, let's and November. Say, let's just say. Early September for Starfield, right? Uh, Mid November for Call of Duty. So where does where do you put Hellblade or where do you put <laughs> Spider Man in October? But they're not worried about got... Hellblade possibly being announced. Like they're they're not worried about. I don't think they're worried as much about bumping into Call of Duty. They think they they know they'll be out before Call of Duty. I think it's just as Hargeet said. They want to make sure that that one month of flux time or maybe two months. That they, they can want the land in there though. no matter what. So but, uh, maybe yeah. they're shooting for end of September because I think mm -hmm. 
I think Spider-Man 2018 released the first week in September, like would be right next to Starfield. But maybe they know, oh, we're we're probably gonna land middle of September. You know, all of our all of our projections are out to the end of September. But you know, we just want to make sure because we don't want to do what other games have had to do. So, well, see, the thing is though, when they released the first Spider-Man, though, Xbox had nothing going on in 2018 at that at that that fall. That was of note. So they they literally no, they had, had no competition. They had they had Forza Horizon Four, which was pretty big, and it released very close to Spider Man. I thought I it was six weeks. I thought it was compete. like six weeks later. Um, and they're not they're, they're different genres. Like I think Forza Horizon genres. was a month. It was a month later, and the Forza Horizon was a month later. And September I mean, twenty eighth for was Forza what? Horizon which, Four. Oh, I, mean, I thought it was October, end of October. Uh, no, no, okay, well, I remember even then, because okay. I put out a video comparing ah. what, the, uh, what the Metacritics would be on both of them. Uh, See, this so is a, this Spider-Man is a was two weeks before. Spider-Man released oh, wow. two weeks before Forza Horizon 4. Okay. But All Spider-Man right. doesn't... Insomniac doesn't care about Forza Horizon 4. Like you said, no, it's that's a different, a different genre. Game. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. Do they have, does Sony have marketing with Alan Wake 2? They showed it at the showcase. Yes, probably. Okay, yeah. so there's another thing. You're going to have... Alan Wake 2 marketed with Sony, Call of Duty marketed with Sony, and then obviously Spider-Man being a first party. And then you're going up against Starfield. You're going against um, Forza Motorsport somewhere in there. I know, I understand it's a different genre, but it's still a big title, right? And then somewhere, presumably, somewhere in there, you've got um, Senua Saga, right? And now all of a sudden you're like, maybe. well, holy... Maybe. And then and yeah. then you know, then you've got like the outside players, which still sell incredibly well. You still got an Assassin's Creed coming in there. That's a big title. You know, they sell incredibly oh, well. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they sell ten million copies. Assassin's Creed Mirage? I don't know. Chad, do you guys know offhand? So, you know, that's the thing. So like you're looking at this and now all of a sudden you're like, How do we get two to three oh, weeks yeah. of October. just middle of October Spider Man? For Mirage. Middle okay, so middle of October. So now here's the thing. Sony's thinking how do we get two to three weeks of just people talking about Spider-Man and taking screenshots and stuff on social media, whatever else? Because you, let's say you release that, and then all of a sudden, you know, they got another game coming out four days later. You already, you know what I mean? And Spider-Man gets buried in the mix. It's just kind of like, but I don't uh... think Spider-Man will get buried. It's pretty, pretty massive. It's pretty massive. Uh, Dub, who has a has been a channel member for twenty three months, a so shout out to Colt Mag and the chat. Do you want a more mature Witcher like? Fable game, or oh, yes. to keep the humor from the OG series. I do not want hand holding and farting to win the the love of <laughs> of your life. Um, I, but I saw a montage of the of the farting and the Fable games, and I thought there's no way that Playground is going to miss that because I bet you people just love it. Well, I love it, just love. So uh, yeah, I think that's gonna stay, but. I'm hoping that the people working at Playground have that really great British humor. Like now, now, not like the old early 2000s. There's, there's nothing wrong with humor. Like, look at, for example, if you actually play, by the way, this would be the last time I'm wearing a Toronto Blue Jays uh, jersey in the middle of a show. My Jays are losing 10 to 1. So I'm not going to wear this jersey ever again, okay? So everybody relax. Anyways. The thing is, Witcher 3, which had obviously serious tones and it was a serious, mature game, whatever, blah, blah, yeah. blah, it had plenty of humor in it. 
Right? It did. Plenty of it had plenty of humor in it that actually I found a lot that I mean, well, hence the term humor. I found a lot of it incredibly amusing where I was like, that was a really funny storyline, or I really enjoyed this, or that was great, or this and that, whatever. Right? So you can have all that. Yeah, you don't want to be like the Empire Strikes Back, but I mean at the same time, like, yes, give us a dark. You know, give us a darker fantasy. Well, give us at least with some, with mature, some, with some um, comedy. Give us a mix of maturity. Like there, are th- there are some sure. themes in Witcher that are like that are pretty, pretty, pretty heavy. So uh, yeah, and like who's in the chat says, uh, "Gosh, it goes so fast." Alvin says, "Stop trying to turn our fable into Witcher." Yeah, I mean, it doesn't need to be. Like no, Witcher. no, it doesn't and, need to and be the Witcher. Witcher saying, that make it not the best game. So no, um, I, I don't want it to, to, to clarify. I'm not saying it has to be like the Witcher. I'm just saying, you know, you could utilize different different styles of you know of, of emotion throughout the game, or even yeah. tone. You could go with funny. You could go with dark. You can go whatever. But like, I don't want childish. Don't get me childish. I don't want ridiculous childish. I like want to take big like, risks. I want to run into things that are frightening for. Your character yes. at the level you're at and that sort of thing. And I I yes. would hope that yeah, – that's what I said a long time ago when we were talking about this, Mag, that you need to you need to treat it like a game coming out in the 2020s, and you need to give it that treatment and, and pay homage to the early 2000s Fable series and then give it the 2020s treatment. And people t- may take that the wrong way, but, I mean, we've – I mean, like, maturity level and just, like, the immersion and all that stuff. Uh, we've got – Lloyd C, thank you for the five. Says, what do you guys think we're going to get uh, at the Summer's Games Fest? I-, I wanted to go over this briefly because I think Jeff Grubb revealed that there are no big announcements from any games that are exclusive to PlayStation or Xbox. I also take that as there aren't any big marketed games that PlayStation or Xbox are going to reveal on their behalf. So I'm not sure if that's meant to kind of get people surprised and shocked, but I wanted to ask you, Mag, what big game would you like to see blast out of the gate from anyone at Games Summer Games Fest? Like who who could make their big debut of their game that we haven't seen yet that you'd like to see? All right. Well, listen, I'm going to get the two obvious ones out of the way immediately because I can tell you thing. right now. Grand Theft Auto 6 and yes. Call of Duty do not need a game show. They don't need uh, a console and they don't need like anything specific because they're so big that they do all their reveals on their own, right? So we can immediately remove GTA 6 and Call of Duty from that oh, from that but lineup. I want to see Take GTA it. 6 at this event even though and they you don't won't. need it. And you won't. Okay. And because right. you know the thing is all they have to do all they have to do is like they could they could just literally just open up a thing and just like with a cell phone and just go, hey, uh, by the way, uh, GTA Six is coming, and the whole internet will melt. Okay, the internet will literally explode. It could be like written the on, a, on a receipt that was dropped and stuck to somebody's shoe. Yeah, exactly. Hey, man, and like, don't go me. Thank and you, that's man. It. The, the internet the internet is broken for seventy two hours. That's all they have to do. Call of Duty also same deal. I mean, a lot of people, I, you know, you see people say it all the time. It's it's actually quite amusing. Remember, like Call of Duty's dead. Call of Duty is still the number one selling game every single time it comes out. It's not dead. It's dead to you. It ain't dead to the rest of the world because they still are the number one selling game every single year it comes out. Right? And (laughs) so, like, I even. You sounded like Squidward just then. Yeah, well, I kind of look like him. So, now here's the thing. Uh, You know, when uh, when, uh, Elden Ring came out, everybody's like, oh, Elden Ring's got that. I'm like, no, it's not. 
I'm like, Call of Duty's going to outsell Elden Ring in five days. And it did. Within within 10 days, yeah, it outsold yeah. Elden Ring. So I'm like, guys, you got to understand. And, the, and it's not that I'd like one or the other. I'm just stating facts. Right. So, anyways, the point is, Call of Duty does not require a, a game showcase in order to do their All thing. All right. What, um, what game do you want to see? What I want to and see revealed that's been a long, long time coming. <sighs> I know. First it's of all, a hard I know that because you have to like materialize something. On I know the spot. because the problem is because we're, we're so fixated. You know, we're so fixated with a lot of like the you know exclusive to PlayStation, exclusive to Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I want to see Colin Indiana Moriarty. Jones. <laughs> let's not go down that road uh listen i want to see indiana jones okay okay that's a that's the kind of game that i understand it's on xbox whatever and i understand it's coming from bethesda whatever again or machine games but the thing is it's something that you know it's something in the public conscience the movie comes out in three weeks right if you're not showing it at the xbox showcase you know give it us a snippet there which that doesn't make any sense but let's let's talk about third party third party i can't think of anything dude all right, I can't well, think I'll, of anything. Yeah, I mean, like, there's like, no, no can you give me an idea. Your, rack your small brain live on the show, but wow, uh, <laughs> thanks, Colt. Can you think of a third-party game that's hot that, like, yes. some outside I, of a GTA Six see, or a Call of Duty? Or I want to see what Mass Effect Four is. Like, what I don't will... think that's anywhere close. I, don't, I I'm not even gonna bring you up EA stuff because I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't think that. Oh, he's left. However, hold on, All hold right. on, hold your horses. Isn't EA doing something separate? Isn't EA doing something? I think so. I because think if so. EA still, Capcom I thought they're doing like a little Monday, something. Uh, I, th- I don't remember. I thought EA is still doing something. So if they're doing something, we may see something from, uh, what's it called? The Dragon Game. Why can't I Dragon think of the bloody name? Dragon Age. You'd like to I see Dragon Age going- 4. I it, think man. we're going to see I, – I want to see Dragon Age 4, but here's the thing. I think Dragon Age 4 the, – again, the reason why I'm racking my brain is because I'm going, no, that's going to be on the EA thing. No, that's going to be at the Xbox thing. Indiana Jones might be at the Xbox thing. Uh, this, Death Stranding 2, is the only possibility I can think of because, you know, uh, Keely and uh, – and, uh, what's his name there? And uh, Kojima are like best friends. And yeah, I'm like, I don't think that, I don't think that – I don't think that's going to be believe, there either. If we believe no partnered stuff from Sony and Microsoft – or Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. Ooh, Jedi Warriors is Splinter Cell. I mean, you do, you, you could say for your own show if you're Ubisoft, but everyone is watching Summer Games Fest. So a Splinter Cell reveal there would be amazing. Amazing. Well, wait a minute. Why can't I hear I'm you? I'm not talking. Oh, there you are. Because I wasn't. No, because I'm not talking. As soon as you say Splinter Cell, I have to like purse my lips. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So there was no confirmation <laughs> there. He's like, nope. No, I just go like this. Uh, you know, and I oh. and I saw that. My, my feelings were hurt. Real. Johnny Southside. He says, I know Colt ain't talking about brains looking at his forehead. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> look at this thing. You imagine how huge this brain is. My daughter Dude, the other I day bra- was like, Can you can you help me with my homework? And she had all this uh uh, algebra and geometry stuff and all of a sudden when you have to take yourself back 30 years or whatever and I was there mag I was there like I remembered it all I'm like you gotta do this you gotta do that and I was like yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm so smart and then you ask me about video games I'm like oh, Death Stranding 3 I don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, let me get back to this we got um, thank, thank you uh, Lloyd C for set Lloyd 
for setting us up on the Summer Games Fest thing. Hargit Johnny, like a half an hour ago, dropped Street Fighter Six code for Xbox, and it was gone before he hit the send button. Grandpa's barbecue game cat. I know, isn't he so nice? He's so nice. Uh, um, Grandpa's barbecue game cat. Thank you for the Australian five, and thank you for being here and checking out Mag and I on the show for XC Podcast all the way from Australia. We really appreciate. It. I know it's early-ish in the morning for you guys. I think over there. So he says, does anyone think the showcase may be the time? where they need to change their policy that games must run on the Series S as well. And I say, never. They will never change that policy. And the worst thing about Series S, besides its RAM pool, is the extra effort and way too much time it takes to get the game acceptable on Series S. And that's just a reality we'll have to deal with. And remember, there are lots of other smaller pieces of hardware out there. Trail Roberts with the $2 says... Colt and Mag are in engine. Hit that like button, and he's got the uh, thumbs true. up. We, this we is are. all game. This is all gameplay you're seeing right now, folks. This is there's no CGI. There's no cinematics. This is actual gameplay. So if you want to, if you want to know what it's like, uh, I'm not even going to say it. it. It was just going to come out off. I'm going to say if you want to know what it's like to play with Mag and Colt, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start glitching out and t posing. But we do do the sh- we do the show at 1440p, so you get like. The pristine, clear experience of all the resolution of the things, news, and stuff. But we really appreciate you being here. We'd like to get up to 1600 Live. I don't know if you <laughs> could tell your aunt to check out the show or maybe, um, I don't know, your little brother that likes PlayStation. Bring him in here. Bring him in and sit him down in front of the show and watch him go. <laughs> and just, you know, have a vein pop out in his head. I hate Xbox. <laughs> Uh, let's see Highlander thank you so much for the uh, five dollars he says honestly I think people will be shocked especially the Sony fans be great to see what if Phil will wear a hold the line t-shirt at the video game awards um, yeah he he will probably be at summer games fest is what he's referring to before the showcase and Hargy Chani said he's already ordered the hold the line King David shirt so he'll be wearing it that week um, I always want to see what Phil will wear but um, a hold the line shirt would be hilarious but I think the rest of the world will be going like, what is that? Udonic no, he Uzzata. won't do that. Yeah, he won't do that. <laughs> Probably won't. Udonic Uzzata, thank you so much for the five. He says, it'd be funny if... Yes. He said, it'd be funny if a Banjo-Kazooie cosplayer shadows Cole all the night, talking that yep. gibberish at the showcase, yep. and hanging around with him in L.A. Yep. How dare can, you can... curse me? Yep, I can think, I can hear it all night long, that stupid thing, that stupid thing. You know what, actually, I'm going to pay somebody, seeing that I'm not going to be there, I'm going to actually pay somebody to follow him around. You know, like those ridiculous outfits that the people wear at the baseball games, those, uh, the mascot outfits? Yeah, I got a mascot just around. And just Colt's like, leave me alone, just try to call for dinner. Some guy got mad at me today, and he's like, you have so much anger against conquer he says conquer is a mature game and it's literally like call of duty and you're blowing people's heads off and i'm like yeah but a foul mouth squirrel ain't really what xbox needs right now you know <laughs> a bit for naldi thank you so much for the two he says one more thing will be blinks the cat <laughs> that wouldn't that that you know what i would actually applaud that uh i would applaud that i would be so happy to see that as the Gosh, end of the it's show it's been like 20 years hasn't it <laughs> Uh, Jay the Earp, thank you for the $5. And it's got the uh, Umbrella Corporation. There, I said it right. Cor- Umbrella Corporation uh, profile picture. He says, it was leaked to me that that one more thing is a Gran Turismo movie trailer part two. 
Oh, gosh. I mean, the PlayStation fans, they love to see it, don't they? Cooper with the Australian Five says, Hey, Colt Mag, great show. Can't wait for the showcase. I love a surprise reboot of the Project Gotham series, but it's unlikely. Unlikely, because they got too much focus on uh, Forza, right? So they're not going to... They're yeah, not going to go head to head with their own studios. Yeah, they're not going to do it. Yeah. Like Forza has now become basically—I'm not going to say the mascot because it's definitely not a mascot—but I mean, it's basically become pretty damn close to one, like the the face of the of the of the of the Xbox at this point because they consistently release top quality, you know, racers. Right? I know yeah. that's not oh, everybody's yeah. bag. It's not everybody's thing or whatever. I get it, obviously. And you know, you'd rather see like, let's say, a character like. You know, whatever, Master Chief or Kratos, or you know, uh, in the old days, it was um, that's uh, what Crash Xbox Band, needs. Crash they Bandicoot need a front facing Sonic. character because Layla yeah. from Redfall or even Master Chief has not been a front facing character right now, at least no, not one not, that they want know. to put out front. But and, to and your, what's his name from Gears? That's uh, you know, the well, I mean, you have Marcus, uh, but they moved on to K, Marcus so Phoenix, and they don't yeah. have that character yet. Uh, but to Cooper's credit, Turn 10 should definitely be looking at Project Gotham and saying. What can we do to bring some of that into Forza Motorsport? If Forza Motorsport is going to become an enduring service-based game where it just gets updated and expanded, maybe they need to get a, a part of the team on something like that. Let's bring a street racing segment to the game and just blow it up. Or, or they can do like they did uh, back in the 90s. Remember when Twisted Metal was all the rage? There was a game. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna look it up uh, when, you're, when you're talking. There was a game that was competing against it, and uh, it was the same thing. It was a battle royale car game, just like Twisted Metal, and uh, oh, it was the, the same idea. And someone in the chat will remember, and it was actually really good. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, how is this almost as good as Twisted Metal? Make a Twisted Metal like um, like style kind of add-on to Forza Horizon and have that be a thing. You can add like Gatlin guns to your Fiat. <laughs> and then like, you know what I mean? And then go to war with all these guys in like a huge section of the map or something. That'd be, that'd be awesome. I mean, some, and you know what? Twisted Metal's coming. Be, some of that could be done for Forza Horizon instead. Um, but yeah, Twisted Metal's coming back. So why not do like a, their version of that? Like, a, I mean, it's not like it's trademarked to Twisted Metal, right? I mean, just do your own yeah. thing and have I like mean, your, your car battle royale thing. I was playing uh, 2K Drive, the Lego game, and I was having fun with it for a while, but then it kind of really got old really right. quick, unfortunately. I thought it was yeah. a cool game, but if it's 20 bucks, you definitely should pick it up because even if you only play the first segment of the game, I think you'll it'll be worth your time. But Eternal Shadow, welcome to Early Access. Join the channel member as well. Has the Starfield-branded... Uh, Thing behind his um, his profile picture. Matthew, thank you for the Canadian $2.20. He says, new HoloLens TV attachment and handheld hardware, he's saying, should probably be announced. HoloLens, I think, is just not in the gaming scene anymore. No, Steve, it's more for military and stuff. Uh, the, the military uses it, um, and then they're using it for behind-the-scenes uh, stuff. Because I know somebody who has two of them, and but he... Oh, okay. I, well, I'm not, I'm not going to say why, but he's doing work with them, and it's for, for something outside of that. But he has two of them. He's so I have Minecraft. actually had... Yeah, I've actually had my hands on them before on the Hololens. Oh, is it a By nice the way, the piece chat, of kit? It, I, I can't. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't say. No. Um, now, Trevelangelo was actually the first to say it. It was Vigilante 8. Okay, okay. I, I was picturing um, one of those 360-era racers when you were talking. Vigilante, yeah. that's I could yes, picture Vigilante, I could picture Vigilante 8. Actually, a bunch of people after that like all named it. Like, Vigilante, if you look at right the chat, you see a whole bunch away. of them down the yep, line. There they are, yep. Yep. Yeah. I see. So it right it's now. Uh, yeah, it's all there now. Um, That's what you can anyways, count, you can count on the chat to always know the stuff that we can't remember because we're old. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's see. We got Stephen Neves with a five dollar. Thank you, Stephen. He says Hellblade is going to drop Jaws yet again. One with photorealism, realism, Ninja Theory, no doubt, giving their hearts to making it as amazing as possible. I want to talk about that game as well. Yes. Uh, let me get through these. Bradley Klein, thank you so much for the ten. Says, would you be content if Starfield ran at 1080p on Series X or 720p at Series S just to get 60 with baked in lighting? Absolutely. Like, I would be fine with 1080p uh, just as long as that performance mode is in there. Um, we are going to talk about that because people are hearing that no better than me. They are starting to feel like I think Starfield has a performance mode. We'll get into that in a moment. Uh, I'll blast through these. Thank you, Hargate, for the five. Says Call of Duty wasn't shown at the PlayStation Showcase. It's right. You know, they had the big marketing mag, and you were talking the big talk, but they didn't even show it there. He says it's likely at Summer Game Fest. Modern, War for Modern Warfare 2 was shown there last year. Was, Hargate was never forgets. Was it What's revealed that? or just shown? Because usually Activision does their own reveal, like a separate, like they so do a separate reveal. and then like shown. I don't remember when that, that reveal was, I think it was much before. Yeah, because so, I because I know that they usually have their separate events. They have a countdown, they have a whole thing, and then they and then they show then they show a trailer, and then mm -hmm. they reveal more at like a, at a showcase. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, so I that's mean, why. I'm, I don't know who the hell knows. We're gonna find. Wait, listen, we're gonna find out <laughs> I, the next I don't two need weeks. To see Call of Duty at the Summer Games Fest, but it'll. I'm just curious be to see what they're doing though. I'm yeah. curious to see what they're doing because remember there wasn't supposed to be a Call of Duty this year. It was supposed to be just a, a, a very large DLC to Modern Warfare Two, right? right? They were going to add zombies mode. Yep. And they, and you know why? I think it was because the ABK deal that they said, you know what, we're not part of Microsoft yet. Forget the DLC. We're going to release it as a full game so they can maximize their profit. Right, because mm -hmm. imagine releasing only a DLC for like let's say forty nine ninety nine instead of seventy American, right? Mm -hmm. So now they're like, you know what? We're not getting, uh, we're not going to be part of Microsoft by twenty twenty three. So you know what? Let's turn this into a full game. So yep, yep. Exactly. exactly. Let's turn into a full game, or at least the illusion of a full game, whatever they want to do. Slap together all that DLC and sort of form like this one thing, cohesive package, and they're going to turn it into a seventy dollars game. So I'm curious to see what they're going to do with that because you know that that's exactly why they did it. Right? You know, speaking Anyways, of that, right. I, I got to read a, a super from Dead Planet that I missed um, by a half an hour ago. But yes. No one will allow us to talk about Redfall because I was on other shows. Whenever it's brought up, people got really mad. But there was that report from Jason Stryer about Redfall, and we were confirmed something that Dealer Gaming heard like three years ago or two years ago that we couldn't tell the source of who it was from. We still can't. Um, but somebody explained that Arcane, Bethesda Austin, and um, Arcane and Machine Games were basically told by ZeniMax to hurry up and make a quick games as a service game and make a quick buck, a quick easy buck, because they wanted to put themselves on the sales floor to be acquired. Uh, and so yeah, that would raise the value, right? That would raise the value if they could put in yes. a quick revenue stream um, at the end of a quarter, right before they could put themselves up on the meat market. And so Wolfenstein Youngblood, made by Arcane and Machine Games, Redfall was put into work. And Fallout 76 was like Fallout 4, you know, cramped, crapped together into a game. And it's just weird when you look at those studios, they make amazing stuff and they put out these three, uh, I'll just be rude, turd nuggets, right? Like they weren't like <laughs> at the caliber. 
And it's just so obvious. And it, and it was something we'd heard for a while. And we talked about it on RDX podcast. I've talked about it here a few times, but it's just interesting that that doesn't represent the Bethesda that has now belonged to Xbox. And so I'm looking forward to great things. And Bethesda is going to be showcased at this event before Starfield. So non-Starfield stuff, we'll get into that in a minute. Dead Planet, thank you so much for the super that I missed. It's a $5. He says, it's so tough not to expect this to be Xbox's Sony 2016 moment. I don't care what anyone says. That show went a long way to help Sony win that generation. And I'm trying to remember what the 2016 show was. I think it was when they talked about Spider-Man and God of War. Um, and I think he's the, right. I think this is going to be a really year of show. dreams or something. Oh, and then they it? also showed, was that the one? Was that the big one? And then they also showed was. Last of Us 2. Yes. And, uh, and Ghost of Tsushima. Like they basically like just like, they, it was like, it was like they went Defcon 5. They just went like completely bananas and showed and everything. And now all those games are almost all the way out and over with like, Yes. Dead Planet's right. This is going to be Xbox's biggest show in a long time. Like 2020 is pretty big, even though they didn't show gameplay. This was going to be really good. And by by default of all of the first party they show, all the in-engine stuff and gameplay, it will smear the PlayStation Showcase. And as the meme I was going to put up on social media, it'll be BoJack Horseman looking at his phone lovingly at Phil Spencer. Let's move forward. <laughs> um Joe Roberts uh, says, do you think the Call of Duty was at the Sony Showcase because Sony has been piling in with the ABK acquisition? We already answered that, actually, before uh, we could get to it. But, yeah, it's really about uh, it doesn't matter. The ABK thing doesn't matter, and they could be at Summer Game Fest. Nate Candelaria says, hey, guys, imagine a Rise, Son of Rome 2 or new Killer Instinct. Thank you for the super, Nate. I don't think Killer Instinct is even in the works whatsoever. No. There isn't quite even a hole need to be filled just yet for a fighting game, even though um, they need one. But I don't think Rise Son of Rome 2 is in the works, but Mag and I have been dreaming about it for years. Uh, right? Yeah, no, we've heard, you hear rumblings, then they then they, then they they just lead to nowhere. And then all of a sudden you get a tip from somebody and then you follow the trail and the trail leads to nothing. And you're just like, all yeah. right, is this thing real or not? Like, what the heck's going on? Yeah, right? I think it's so, just like, hopes you, and dreams. It's And Crytek's yeah. in a kind of a rough situation. Like, they were facing bankruptcy, so hopefully that would be like their get-out-of-jail card. Spartan 661, I've got a couple more. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to topics. Thank you for the five. He says, you guys are awesome. Every week, we enjoy every episode of the news you bring. The Xbox Game Show is going to be awesome, and we see more from you, and we enjoy it. Um, thank you so much. Like, we have talked so much about the showcase. We just want to sit down and watch it naked with a tablet in our lap. Boner That's jams. right. <laughs> with Speaking the of which. Colt Northwood. <laughs> Speaking Great show, Mag. What can I say? Still handsome. Have a great week, everyone. And thanks to him. One more Brian Crest with the five. Thank you. He says, does Microsoft oft own? Does Microsoft own the X Lost Odyssey IP? I'm going so fast, I can't even think. He says, because with Square in bed with PlayStation, I would love a Lost Odyssey reboot as their Final Fantasy competition. Mag, I don't know as much about Lost Odyssey. It's not a game I played back in the day, but I know I didn't a little play bit either. about it. So I know I a little bit so. about it. Uh I don't know the the logistics of who owns it, who doesn't own it. What you know what I mean? If, if it's Square, I I don't want to even get into that their their whole situation because like they are literally the prostitutes of the video gaming industry. They'll hey man, whoever throws the bag down, they follow that. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, you got they money? Do. Okay, I mean, I'm gonna go over there. Hot water right now because they are panicking about the low pre-orders for Final Fantasy now, 16. Now I want to know. 
what that means because I've seen Square, you know, I've seen Square's um, version of not selling well. Like for example, they were disappointed that Tomb Raider sold ten million copies. Are you effing kidding? Well, like I, that's a they disappointment. Have the expectations, but the weird thing about them is they they have certain games that do really well, and then other ones that don't even register on the sales records. They don't make the Billboard Hot 100 on some games, right? Yeah. But, oh, by the way, the chat is saying that Lost Odyssey, the IP, is owned by Xbox. Okay, well, I figured it would be. Um, it's just been long dead for 15-plus years, I think. Uh, they ha- I haven't Jeez. heard anything about it. No, um, nothing. Brief- briefly speaking, Square is worried about the pre-order numbers, and I sometimes attribute that to when I make content. Like, you know, in the very first setting... Uh, with the numbers, how well something's doing. They must be have expected a certain amount of pre-orders and they're not getting them yet. But I think, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not really worried about it. It's their fault. It's a multi-plat IP. There are as many games on Xbox in the Final Fantasy series as there are on PlayStation. There's no reason for them to skip other than to get that bag, like you said, from PlayStation. Um, let's talk about Sarah Bond has been getting people excited, not telling people to, to manage their expectations. And she ha- put out a couple of teases about Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, is she just a big Lord of the Rings fan? Or is she trying to prime the pump and see if people are actually still excited about something Lord of the Rings related? Meg, I've got ideas of where this could be going. What do you think? And is Lord of the Rings still relevant in 2023? Well, I got well, definitely not with the rings of power. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> uh, actually, I, I already know what's going on uh, because I have a deep source in Xbox that's already told me that Gollum Two is going to be an Xbox exclusive coming day one in Game Pass, folks. That's right, Metacritic of thirty nine. Uh, Gollum Two, folks, confirmed. Here we go. Let's get going. We're going to be climbing Mount Doom as a little thing, whatever, a little spindly animal. Yeah, that's going to be. Anyways, I have absolutely no idea. Absolutely I have no absolutely idea, so. no idea what's going on with Lord of the Rings. I know that they're trying to revive it because, well, Amazon is doing what they're doing and they're failing miserably. That's fine. Go do it. That, that, that car accident that's happening over there, go ahead. But they're also on the other side. You've got Embracer Group has got it. You've got the Tolkien Estate fighting over it. You've got Warner Brothers uh, uh, now have the rights to do more movies with Peter Jackson if they choose to. And I'm like... Okay, so what's going on here? So now, obviously, Warner Brothers Digital is going to look into it and say, why don't we do something? I don't think Xbox has anything to do with this. It's such a convoluted mess right now. Because then then, then the people that made Gollum, I believe, are German developers, had nothing to do with any of them. And I'm just like, "This this is a train wreck. I have no idea where she's going with this, to be quite honest. For the first time in a long time, I have absolutely no answer for you. Uh, Well... Monolith Studios is currently working on a Wonder Woman multi-plat game. Like they could be working on something Lord of the Rings, but that would be something that would be announced. But is it Monolith like, WB? It is WB, but Xbox is marketed Middle Earth Shadow War. Gosh darn it, Middle Earth. Well, there was Shadow of Mordor and Shadow, Shadow of, of Mordor. War. What yeah. was the other one called? Shadow, Shadow War. of War. I was trying yes. to get the word Mordor in there, and I played both of them it, to almost near full completion. Um, Gamer Bum in the in the chat said something about Monolith. I don't know, but I was speculating could 
Okay. Sarah Bond be teasing this to generate buzz and pre-excitement because ZeniMax Online is about to re- announce a new IP they're working on, possibly at the game showcase on Sunday next week. Really? So, or this week, I guess it would be considered. So insiders had claimed that ZeniMax Online was making a Star Wars MMO that is in the era of the Mandalorian era after uh, Re- Return of the Jedi. I think that's the I think that's the time period that is. Um, <laughs> it gets so mixed up because there's so many back and forth. But ZeniMax Online is possibly working on a Star Wars MMO, or the the curveball was that ZeniMax Online is actually working on a Starfield MMO to be what? a spin-off companion piece to leave Starfield clean and pure as a single player adventure game. And if people love that enough, they can go sign up to play that version of, or a certain version of Starfield where you just go online and do quests and build up your character with your friends. And then it won't solely Starfield as its own, like fallout 76 did on its own. But All right. That's a slight rumor. And I just have to wonder if this Lord of the Rings is tied into something first party. And when you look at the studios, Zenimax online fits in there, but it's total, a total guess at this point. And that's it's, where Sarah Bond like has been teasing. It's a rights mess is what it is. It, that's what it all boils down to. It's, yeah. it's, you got like four different competing platforms, all being for the same concept, so to speak. Right. And yeah. like I said, why do you think Amazon named it? The rings of powers because they actually don't have the rights to Lord of the rings. Oh, okay. right. Okay. So they were they were able to access and they were able to get the rights to like appendices and stuff that literally nobody cared about, and that's oh, what they yeah, kind like of the Middle and, Earth Shadow of Mordor. It takes place before the rings were. I mean, th- that well, could look be at the, possible. Like, like Gandalf is not named Gandalf. the The hobbits are not named hobbits uh, in the show and all this other nonsense, oh, really? right? Yeah, like they don't call them hobbits. They call them. There's another name for them. I can't remember off the top of my head. And then Gandalf was clearly Gandalf. Hobbit movie. They couldn't name some of the. In the movie, they couldn't name the other wizards beside Gandalf and and Radagast because they didn't have the rights. So that's yeah, a whole big, the, yeah, you're right. It's a whole what big I'm mess. Saying. It's a mess. So and then you've the got Embracer that, that Zenimax is working it. on a Lord of the Rings. Well, see, IP this is the game. problem. If she teased a picture of that, why did she tease a picture of that? Well, but she now said you've just that added... the team was like the fellowship that was working at Xbox. Oh, Chapter 1500 okay, people okay. are here. We're we're going crazy about this Lord of the Rings thing because we're all big fans. But hit the like button if you're enjoying the show. Really appreciate it. There is information that Sarah Bond is, has teased two different times about Lord of the Rings. First, she talked about how the team at Xbox and the studios are like a fellowship. And she replied to me and said, our quest is long and our quest is great or something like that. But then the other day she said, I was thinking about my favorite Lord of the Rings character and it's got to be Legolas. And someone was like, are she teasing like a Legolas spinoff game or something just trying to generate buzz for Lord of the Rings so people can like get that burning, like that, that fire in their gut. And then when it's on screen, they're like, yes, I knew it. And they're like, one ring to rule them all. One ring to fight. I don't know. Uh, I, let me ask. Uh, let me ask the chat while you're talking. I'll yes. just do, do you, I'll just ask. I'm going to say it first so I can type. Just type it. Do you think so, that yeah, Lord of the ahead. Rings, uh, I'll do L-O-R-T, Lord of the Ring, L-O-T-R, sorry, uh, for Xbox is possible or is coming. A-G-H. Say, let's say it's coming. It's coming. Yep. 
I know what you guys were saying, and I understand. I see, I see what the chat is saying. They're all saying, yeah, they're descendants of the Hobbits. Yes, I understand that. The reason why they went with that time period is because they don't have legalities to use the name <laughs> Hobbits. So they had to go, they basically had to scrape the back of the appendices to find what they were allowed to use. And so that's why they're not allowed to say Hobbits. So they're like, all right, well, let's, let's, set, let's set it back to another age, to an age behind the third age. Right? Is it the second age that, they, that this takes place? I can't remember. I, off I don't know. Anyways, the point is they're not allowed to use the name Hobbits, and they can't even use the name Gandalf, right? So they have Gandalf in the show who's just like a mute, right? And just every once in a while he just goes, or like makes some ridiculous noise, and then you've got the descendants of the Hobbits because that's what they're allowed to use. So, yes, I understand, the, I understand what's going on. I'm just clarifying because I think people are like, oh, no, Meg's, you know, not knowing what to talk about. Like, yes, I know what I'm talking about. I'm just trying to, it's hard to portray to, to 1,500 people exactly like what I'm trying to, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's thinking different things at the same time. It's difficult, but that's I mean, the thing. I guess I could have asked, do people care about Lord of the Rings? But um, Jesse P says, well, I was, I was uh, joining on about Lord of the Rings far too long. It's like, there's not ever too long. Uh, but I did say last week. That the Orokai have gone through across this land unchecked. And it's funny because I'm not like one of those, I'm not good enough of a nerd to actually quote everything properly. And Mag and I don't know everything about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I just want to put everything. our feet. I just want to know if it's, if it's possible. Proud foot. Um, Aradimus, <laughs> by the way, she sold her Series X, but she still has a Series S. So that, oh, that, yeah. that, that I mean, Series question. S is awesome. And yes, she's, she's excited for the show. But yeah, it didn't make any sense. We had them in separate rooms and she's like, this is a waste of time. So she sold yeah, the Series you, X. If you've got a great got a PS5 TV and then has a series, if you, if you have a decent or great TV, like series S looks, it looks unreal. Like it's, it's so it's amazing what it does for 300 bucks. Uh, shout yeah. out to happy bomb for becoming a channel member. Uh, who's also a moderator. So complete and utter power to just take this show down at any moment. Probably same as Yodani Kazada shout out to him for as well. Being a great monitor. Harry says, uh, <laughs> he says, I owe money to Cold Eastwood, uh, happy bomb. But yeah, Yodani and Happy Bomb have the ultimate power to shut us down when we just go on too long and talk about Lord of the Rings too, too much. But let me get back. We've got a couple supers here um, before we get into We're going to go through the list of games, make sure everything's covered very quickly. Timothy Struble says, thank you for the five. He says, any chance we can get an expansion to the Xbox backward compatibility prog program? There's still quite a few games so. that I'm unable to play on Series X. I, I haven't heard... When was the last time you heard a push about backwards compatibility? It's I heard be they years. stopped working on it like... Yeah, I think they're done. Almost two years ago. I think they're yeah, done. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's been years. Jason Ronald said they'd ran into all of the obstacles with licensing and techno, tech, techno, technical issues where they just kind of reached their end and they felt like they just tried just about everything and they did enough. They got some six or 800 games in there. Well, I mean, <clears throat> they got like almost 4,000 once you bring in the Xbox One title. So they were able to get like 600 or 800 360 games, which is pretty amazing. Um, let's see. We've got a channel member, also Psychic Other M. Welcome to the channel membership. And then Metal Massius, thank you for the five, says, one more thing for the show would be EA's fight night with Gaz and Paris Lily duking it out in the reveal trailer. Oh, I won't even gosh. be a duke out. The, Paris can just like fly swat him and then Gaz is unconscious. That's it. It's over. <laughs> yep. That, so, that yeah, would be it's, it. pretty, it's pretty done. So this actually just broke today. Uh, the next game, Everwild. VGC, Andy Robinson, who writes for VGC in the UK. I met the guy. He's so cool. Um, he wrote that he's hearing that Everwild is being repurposed into a mature 
Viva Pinata type game okay. uh, in their open spiritual God creating world, which is something I said here on the podcast back in March of 2022. And, <laughs> I, and I can't remember. I, I feel like you were on that show, Mag. I think you were, um, but Can I also imagine? had it in a video. Huh? I said, was I on the show? That'd be I hilarious. Think it might have been I, I, in my yeah. memory because I think you were helping me come up with the idea that because all we know about Everwild is that you'll be able to tame beasts and animals and discover them and yes. you can use them to bring down resources like trees and rocks to build. And <clears throat> it sounds like that Rare is repurposing some of the great ideas from Viva Pinata into a more modern and updated version of a game that would be Everwild. Plus they're putting in right. combat to the game. So if this is true, this is really good news. Also with VGC reporting on it, there's smoke, there may be fire. What is the possibility that a game like Everwild that I said in the past couple of weeks would not even be showing at the showcase? Mag, does this give you an idea that maybe Everwild is ready to make another reemergence in the gamers update? Sure. Why not? I mean, it's been years, right? So go for it. See what let's see what it's been a couple years, man. Two so years let's see at least. what we at least two years, and then and then they they sort of what they, well they say they sort of scrapped it, and then they sort of moved you know. But I'm sure they kept some of the assets from it. They probably just didn't throw everything in the trash. The, the best I heard was they went back and repurposed so that they could add conflict and combat into the game. So right. I don't okay. think anything so got scrapped, but they said exactly. let's go back, let's take more time because we're going to add this, and this is what the fans want. Right. But if they're also bringing in some of the magic that uh, that people love about Viva Pinata applied to that world um in co-op mag in co-op yeah i don't i don't well, know if you could play any of the v there's two viva pinata games i think in mainland there are two yes right there are like two. yes does that get you excited i i've only sure. kind of messed around with viva pinata my son actually will load it up in back of pat and have a really good time and yeah, uh, i know some people book. who really really like it like I, I even um uh last week uh even crab gamer was talking about it he's like he adored viva pinata part one and two and he's like, yeah, they're great games. He goes, they bring something like that back with Everwild. He goes, I'm in 100%. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I remember that. Like back in the 360 days. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. It was pretty cool. So I'm like, hey, you know what? There's a fan base for it. And if it's something interesting and if you could bring it up to like, you know, modern sensibilities in terms of gameplay and so forth, something that, you know what I mean, that's more compatible with what we do now, go for mm -hmm. it. But what's the harm in it? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, and make, it, about... make it, build it and see, what, see where it goes. Yeah, I talk about how I want more mature games, and it looks like Everwild is more of a mature game than it is a kid's game. And uh, let me, I'm trying to find this list here. Here it is. Uh, Red Monkey Butt in the chat says, uh, sounds like a cartoony game that's right up Microsoft's alley. Well, Red Monkey Butt's new to the Xbox platform. He hasn't, he hasn't done his due diligence in his research because the majority of Xbox's games in the past and they haven't had many games out because they've just built up new studios. But, but Xbox was notorious for having the bro shooters. They had Gears, they had Halo, they had Forza. So they were all rated T or M games. And they didn't have anything for a long time that was cartoony. But, um, of course, Red Monkey Butt's thinking of the third-party games that they just partner with. So he doesn't know about Xbox Game Studios. That's why he's here watching Nexus Mag, so he can learn. He can like absorb that into his brain and learn what Xbox has because when you look at their studios, which we're going through right now, uh, you know you've got the Halo team, the Age of Empire team, Coalition, uh, Double Fine's cartoon. They just picked them up. Uh, the Initiative, mature, and Exile, mature, 
Mojang, Minecraft, kids game, Ninja Theory, Mature, Obsidian. They they have a kids game that's grounded, but don't Red Monkey Butt, don't play grounded because you'll pee yourself. It's actually pretty scary. And Playground Games, Mature, Rare, they're in the middle. They do cartoony games, Turn 10, Mature, Undead Labs, Mature. And then you got the Bethesda team. All of their games are mostly Mature, except for a couple things like Hi-Fi Rush. So, Red Monkey Butt, there you go. Thank you. We'll sign your certificate, and you can graduate today. Thanks for checking out the show. Hit the like button if you're having a good time. Mag and I are going to get back into this discussion about, I think we're done with Everwild. I think maybe, maybe they're ready to reveal, because I think it's time. Two years is, um, if you go back to drawing board on some things, maybe they need more than two years to do an update. But um, briefly, Forza Motorsport is going to show, they said in a tweet that they're going to show some stuff about how the single player works. And then in Forza Monthly, after the showcase, a month or so after, they're going to break down some of the modes in the game and dial into that. Sports and racing fans can get into that as well. Halo just re- released a season two information that's kind of leaked and been announced. But what are the possibilities, Mag, that Halo is ready to talk about certain affinities, new engine built Battle Royale to Tonka? Is that something you're excited about? Uh, I kind of... I'm kind of done with Halo Infinite. I moved on from it, but uh, I would go back if it was something enticing enough to like go back to do it and something like that. Why do they call it Tatanka, by the way? Is that just the um, is that just like the code name for whatever? Because yeah, all I can think of is like okay, all I can think of is Dances with Wolves. Okay, so it just you know I see Kevin Costner walking around going Tatanka. Anyways, um, that sorry side note. Um, yeah, you know what? If it's if it's enticing and if it's interesting and the community's like, hey, this looks pretty cool, and they go into it, I'll give it a shot. Why not? It's not like it's going to cost me anything. So I mean, I'm going to go in and get it, check it out. And you never know. You never know. You just you don't know, know what's going to take off. You don't know what's going to take off. What's not going to take off? You, you, you know what I mean? It could be the hottest thing. You know what I mean? It could be the hottest multiplayer of the year. Who the heck knows? Uh, but as a as a reveal, I would I would say yes because you know what they just showed. What was it that that forest? thing going on right now mm-hmm. uh the forest map and all that kind of stuff they just showed that maybe that's a little teaser into what we're going to see you know coming maybe. up maybe i so. just don't i don't personally want to see a lot of halo representation at the event and I no, think no, no, no 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 way, no it'd be a couple minutes either way um i'm asking the chat right now do you still what did i say do you still care do you still care about halo and i know most people usually do but i think some people might be more like you and i they're ready to move on there's other big things to talk about besides master chief at this point um so that's that's possibility yeah. let's talk about the coalition one of the greatest studios on the planet they are it sounds like special nick from xbox era was dead on and that there really is a gears collection i know we talked about this briefly last week but yes, yes. at this point it sounds like it's an eventuality what really could be a win for the show mag is if they show this gears collection all rebuilt up for PC and Xbox. And then they say, and now let's talk about gear six. Is that a possibility? That's a possibility. Um, I, th- there's very little rumblings about gear six. I know Rand said something about it. He goes, you know, it's been a number of years now. Uh, so it's, it's, it, it would be time, I guess, to show something, but they did say that they were going to take a little bit of a break. And I think they were going to release something first and then Gear 6, didn't they? Or, or are they just going to go with it? They well, I mean, it doesn't mean they, they can't talk about it. They sidelined their new IP that they were working right. on related to the Unreal Engine 5 demo. Right, yes. Um, and they've been all over. They've been helping Undead Labs, which we'll talk about in a little bit. 
and yeah. they've been helping. I, oh, I, like some of the coalition leaders were sent over to Arcane to help them with this. Um, I think will be a six month patch for Redfall when nobody cares. But um, yeah, I don't done. know. Is um, is is Gear Six a possibility? It's starting to sound more and more like it could be something they're ready to talk about at the showcase. I mean, that I, you know what? I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying it's going to talk about the next, I think they'll talk about it next year. I think that they're going to work on this gears collection and unreal engine five, I think would be the focus. And then I think from there, and then I think next year you talk about gear six. Okay. Just me. That's just me. That's just no, me. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you. it wouldn't do, but at the same time, you know, you also don't want to play all your hand. You know what I mean? At the same, if you're going to show Fable, you don't want to show Fable and Gear Six and and you know and Avowed and whatever else. And Honestly, you know what I mean? Be, and it Starfield. really would be too much, Mag. If, it's if too much. All of these things and, were ready to be talked about, I know. And, including the and stuff that's we what, haven't even got to. Right, and that's what's going to you know what ends up happening is that everybody starts going, and then when they're going to do this, and then they're going to do this, and then they're going to do this, and I'm like, guys, don't do that. You do it every year. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you're gonna say, "Oh, they didn't show it." I'm like, "Yeah, because you think that they're gonna show everything." No, I don't think so. I think Gear Six is another year away before they reveal anything. However, a Gears collection, I think it's time uh, that they do something with that. With Unreal Engine Five, I want it to be stunning. I mean, like absolutely ridiculously stunning. Let's see what you could do with that, and then that should tide everybody over for another two a year or two. And then a year from now, you talk about Gear Six, and then a year from then you release it. That's what I say. I think there's no rush on that. Uh, but except the, the gears collection, you got to move on that. And I think this is this is a trend, by the way, a, a great way to honor the legacy of all the different um, of all the different genres, not the genres, but all the different uh, titles that you have and the IPs that you have. That you have all these basically these sagas. You can create all these collections, like you did the Master Chief collection. You got the Master Chief collection. You can go have the Forza collection. You know, Forza Horizon collection. You can have the Fable collection. You can have yeah, the Gears collection. You have the Gears collection, and basically, it's an homage to all these different, um, all these different series that they've that they've done throughout the years and through different generations, right? Of consoles, uh, different console generations that have followed through, and just do something like that. Eventually, I'm not I'm not saying right now. I'm just saying these are things that they could do and archive for all time so that one day you could just go to the gears collection go to the fable collection go to the whatever the forza horizon collection to the forza motorsport collection and on and yeah. on and on but yes right now i think a gears collection would be uh would be granted because you know what we could use a first person shooter this year outside of call of duty you know and uh get uh, sorry first person shooter my god third person what i meant yeah. to say was <laughs> uh, javier said meant to, religion five. Say you went third person FPS? shooter Javier says, Unreal Engine 5, you went 30 FPS, laugh out loud. I don't know who he was, if he was talking with somebody in the chat, but the coalition, Maybe. they don't work outside of, uh, outside of 60 FPS anymore. Not since they've had access to great hardware and software. I mean, right. on Xbox One X, I think, I can't remember if the base Xbox One played Gears 5 at 60. I don't think it did, but Xbox One X certainly did, and so does the, uh, the new consoles run Gears. So if you're looking at a Gears collection... It will run at 60 on Xbox Series X, and it will look phenomenal. And it will be Unreal Engine 5, and it'll have ray trace shadows, and it might have ray tracing lightning. I don't, I don't know, but you know, it's yeah, interesting. Gear Six, your your uh, the poll that you put up there, it's oh, yeah, actually I was say that yeah, the linear is ahead of the open world. It's still kind of split. I asked, what do you want from Gear Six? You want a linear game like traditional? Or do you want something beyond Gears 5 and make it an open-world action RPG? And I mean, for those of you who messed around with Gears Tactics, there are RPG gear elements 
that are really great that I think they're better than the actual game. Fold that into the new thing. I think it'd be really great, but people are kind of 50, 50, 58% are saying linear and 42% say open world action RPG. I know I, I hear you. You don't want some bloated open world game that just overstays his welcome. Um, somebody needs to strike the right balance and some open world games can do that. So yeah. Lone Star, uh, you're hundred percent correct. Who was it here that said, um, let me find him in the chat. Uh, I think it was Cartel. I can't find him. He said Xbox is lazy. Uh, I mean, they're far from lazy. They are they are hard working. They've got 23 studios, and most of those studios are working on two games. Almost all of them are working on two games. And um, remember, they just bought these studios in 2018. So you can't get games out in three years anymore. They're they're they are kicking a lot of butt, and I think the showcase is going to show it. Next big game. There's some a couple small games I want to race over. Stoic. Studios making Project Belfry, which is a a side-scrolling game. This is a game that they're partnering with Studio. Uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up game. I talked about that last week. Our History Untold and Age of Empires. I don't care. Wandering Tower is a tower defense game. I don't care. Wu-Tang. This Wu-Tang game has the lead designers from Mass Effect 3, lead designers and animators from Skyrim, Sleeping Dogs, and Fallout 3 working on a third-person Fantasy RPG melee combat base game featuring four player co-op from the main guys from the Wu-Tang group. I'm like, what? I mean, we talked about it before, but I'm like, why? Uh, apparently this studio likes to have different people around the world represented, different types of people represented. They want to show this rap group represented as a melee based RPG. I don't know what in the world that is, but Xbox is poised to reveal that game very soon. Maybe it's at the game showcase. Meg, do you have any thoughts on a Wu-Tang game well, that you've been waiting well, your I, whole life for? Well, I played the Wu-Tang uh, fighting game back in the day. You guys ever played that one? It was the canceled thrill kill game uh, because it was too violent and too gory. So they they canceled that game. It was supposed to be like a, like a four-player version of Mortal Kombat. And uh, it was called Thrill Kill. You could probably still find footage of it somewhere, but it was banned. Jeez. And and they they canceled the game. However, what they did do is they reskinned the game as a Wu Tang Clan fighting game, and it was awesome. It had original music done by the Wu Tang Clan, and it was good tunes too, man. The song there's two songs in there that they did were awesome, and I'm like. And the songs were in the game. So while you're playing the game, you got Wu-Tang doing their thing, and you got to play the actual characters. It was like, you know, there was Red Man, Method Man. Oh, Red Man, sorry. There was Method Man. Uh, there was uh, the Jizza, the Rizza, the, of course, uh, Old Dirty Bastard when he was still alive, uh, and Ghostface Killer, and all those yeah. guys. And they were all yeah. in, the, in the game. And I'm like, this is awesome. So anyways, it was a lot of fun. If everybody remembers that game, it was actually... Um, they don't do that anymore. They don't do stuff like that anymore. And it was glorious hell. Decapitations. Oh, dude, it was a gory. Check out the game on YouTube, uh, Colt. Check out the gameplay. Uh, there was like full decapitations, like all kinds of crazy stuff. It was wild. Uh, anyways, um, the thing is, if I <laughs> got him, Sofa King, that was really funny. Sorry, you brought up Pootie Tang, uh, that, that movie with um, <clears throat> uh, Chris Rock. Uh, anyways, here's the thing. If you do this game, like uh, what the heck is that Mortal Kombat game where it had Liu Kang and Kung Lao? Remember that? It was like it was like the two of them. It was like a co-op action adventure uh, game. It was not a Mortal Kombat game. It was not a fighting game. It was no, an action we adventure. No, never brought this up because of the chat. But go ahead. Yeah, and uh, 
Yeah, I know. I can see that. Um, anybody remember the name of that game? I think it was called Mortal Kombat Legends or something. And it was an awesome, like, action-adventure, like, uh, you know, whatever game. And it even had, like, a... Yeah, see, even some people are saying it was a cool game. The music was dope. Yeah, it was dope. Uh, anyways, if they do something like that with the Wu-Tang Clan, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in 100%. Right. Let's do it. Let's do this. I, I, I say it sounds like fun. Put some original music in there. Okay, uh, get some uh, tunes in. Maybe get some of their like uh, the tunes from the back catalog too, like their bigger ones, and put them in there. Make the game gory. Put a lot of lore in there, especially the stuff that they like, uh, you know, like to talk about and all that. Let's so do weird. it, man. I'm in. It's so weird though. Shaolin, Shaolin monks. Thank you, Darnell Hill and Angry Hippie. Shaolin monks was the uh, uh, cult. Check it out. It's called Mortal Kombat yeah. Shaolin monks, and it's Liu Kang and Kung Lao off on a bloody action adventure and it was awesome so i mean if they do that with wu-tang let's go carry on next <laughs> so, question it's so weird how about this how about this overdose leak which has uh it's it's supposed to be maybe the kojima game that is partnered with xbox yes it has, yes 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 uh where did i write that down i i lost it it's got now i can't remember her name margaret mamali something it's got the girl from death stranding the, the the brunette with the glasses. She's a main character. It's a horror based game. It was uh, recorded on a phone, recorded on a phone, and then put onto an internet by a phone. And it was uh, her walking around in a scary place, kind of looked like an Evil Within, Silent Hill type thing. It's like a third person action horror game that, that people think is actually Kojima's game. I'm not super excited about what Kojima's going to bring, but do you think the overdose leak is actually legit? I don't know. I or like I, some I've mod of some game that. I don't know. I've been, dude, I've been juggling with this for like a week, and I'm like, you know what? I've given up trying to figure it out. I'm like, when they announce it, they'll announce it. I'm gonna take it out of my brain, just like like Dumbledore does with the pensive. He pulls like like you know that strand, and then he drops it into the pensive in Harry Potter. I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm pulling overdose out of my brain and throwing it in there. When whatever is gonna be announced will be announced. We'll find out about it. But and, until then, I've seen so many people going back and forth on this. Yeah, and I don't think Kojima's game is making any type of appearance on Sunday because they just announced the partnership a year ago. So. I just right. wouldn't think at all. And it sounded like they started talking to Kojima in like 2020. So I, I think in 2023, they're probably not ready to show things. Um, I we're very, no. very confident that Avowed is going to be there. And I talked about Avowed on a different podcast that it's a first person Skyrim style game. It's more colorful than Skyrim. It looks like outer worlds. If it was a fantasy game, it's got magic and um, only just Corden has actually seen it being played. But you have melee weapons, you have magic spells that you actually move the spell shapes like a like a Doctor Strange thing. Also, um, I was predicting that Avowed would not have a first person mode because Outer Worlds doesn't. But knowing what Obsidian has done with Grounded in first and third person, you could totally play it either way and get the full experience. I think if you were looking for that third-person action-adventure open-world RPG, Avowed might tick all those boxes. I am 99% sure and certain that in my prediction and what we're hearing, that Avowed will make its big debut. Also, I am very certain that Avowed could be ready as early as that October October 2023 timeframe we're talking about with Hellblade, or it's most likely a middle of 2024 game but yes like yes. i said gameplay there'll be a mix of in engine and gameplay shown that's my prediction for avowed are you excited about the fantasy rpg avowed 
Sure. Yes. Those type of things in general. No, no, I, I am. I, I enjoy those games. Um, I could see that as launching in the spring of 2024. Uh, I yeah. think maybe this, n- not, not as late as June, I would say between April and May. That would be a great time to release it right in there. Like, that's a good time to release a game. I think that would be a good spot to put that in because people are still going to be riding off of um, Starfield, Forza Motorsport, um, and then, of course, obviously third-party games. And then somewhere in the middle of there, I would say somewhere around December, you'll release Senua's Saga. Senua's Saga could carry you as far as the spring of 2024. Then you launch a vow, right? Yeah, you I give mean, everything a little bit of breathing space and go through. I mean, you and I would not drop a vowed next to starfield like a month or two away no I, I don't no think no that's no that's a good no, idea no, no. It, i think people are gonna six be, months i think starfield could be a hundred hour game and avowed would take most people about 30 to some i mean that's just a total guess like if it's anything like outer worlds as far as its breadth and scope and length of the game and in, in an open world um i think that starfield is probably going to take people double the time that they would spend in avowed so i i am more likely leaning toward avowed coming out in the middle of next year. And I also think it's very, very, very possible. Like you agree that Hellblade is also coming out next year. So yes. about in Hellblade will be the ones that have to compete for who gets to go first. Right. I think Senua Saga's first. And then I think uh, Avowed will be later. I mean, that's uh, does sound like be, the right order, especially by yeah. announcement. It's crazy to think that Hellblade was announced like six to eight months before Avowed was. And when yes, you, when was. you look back, right. It's yep. crazy at the end of 2019. So um, st- people, someone in the chat said, you guys are sleeping on State of Decay. I, I've said in, in, on this podcast and other videos, I don't think State of Decay 3 is ready just yet. And Phil said... No, I'm not sleeping on it. I think it's, it's, I think it's a ways off. I think, yeah, I think it's another year off before gameplay reveal or, or a new big, 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 big update. But Paris Lily asked Phil Spencer on this podcast, are we going to see Avowed, Perfect Dark, Fable, State of Decay, Starfield, like you said, all those things. And Phil said, we're going to have big updates for a lot of those games you mentioned. He didn't say all of them. So when I look at, um, when I do the mathematics, I think State of Decay 3 is not quite there. Lady Foxfire is in the chat. She sends super says, thank you for the five, Lady Foxfire. She says, as a massive Gears fan, I love the linear they do. They didn't do open world properly, she says. And I don't like RPGs, but they can do another side game like tactics. I just want... I want somebody right. really great to work on a gears thing. Um, and tactics just wasn't it for me. Um, no, no, I'm not. I'm not into those. Uh, I'm not into those games. No, and I don't think a lot of people were big on tactics. Um, that's just weird. Like the RPG or the r- real time strategy games or the turn based strategy games haven't been as hot lately. Like back when XCOM was big, that was like the last breath of that. Um, so I yeah. would like to see. I don't know. I'd like to see something new. Mike in the chat says Starfield's main quest is supposed to be 34 hours. I think 30 to 40 hours. I think that's something that Todd Howard or one of their leads said in one of those short developer interviews. Um, Contraband. Okay, we're almost done with the list here. Contraband is probably a a good prediction to be shown. From Avalanche Studios, the team behind Mad Max, uh, Rage 2, Just Cause. we don't know much other than, like I talked last week, I, I think I was using that word archipelago, and, and we yep. were looking it up. But um, yep. <laughs> we're bringing that up yet again. I think yeah. it's very possible that could make a showing. I think um, so. Here's, here's the big question. It launched Doom Eternal 
at the very beginning of the global pandemic. Are they ready to talk about their next big thing? And why isn't it Quake? I think they're going to finish off the Doom trilogy. And if they're going to explore Quake, I think they will further down the road. And I'm talking like five years from now. Sure. I don't, th- I don't think that there's any need to. I think you go with Doom, uh, whatever they're going to call it. We'll call it for our for argument's Doom sake. Resurgence. We're going to call it Doom Three. Yeah. Doom All right. Resurgence. Sounds great. Sounds hot. Doom I even Resurgence. made a fake logo and put it on my video last year. Um, there it is, folks. Yeah. It's Resurgence. Doom Resurgence. Listen, yeah. I think that what's going to happen is they're going to work on that first, get that out there, finish that trilogy off. Right. I mean, not that they, not that they announced the trilogy, but I, I I could see that being something that they would do. Get the tri- get a trilogy out there, then focus on okay, folks. What's next? Because they're you not going to sit there. They're ready to talk about Doom again at this showcase. No, because Bethesda no. is no. supposed to be there. No, I don't think so. All right, is Indiana th- Jones going to make so. his? Is Indiana? We yes. talked this last week. Do you think Indiana Jones is going to make some type yes. of? It has yes. to be an engine. I, it can't just I be think... CGI. It's either gameplay plus an engine or in engine plus cinematics. Fine. Fine. What do you think it is? They've had years. It's been going for years, hasn't it? It's been years since they showed the the, the you know the, the little CGI of him you know uh, they were scanning across the desk and all his stuff and he grabs his hat and his whip, so that was like year that was like what two years ago at least. I'm I'm gonna you find nothing, out when you got that nothing was. to show in two years. It, I think it was two it, years, dude. I thought it was yeah, it was two years. I thought it was 2020, which would have been three, but it, it was been three. It was January still, 2021. But still, so, you got nothing to show in two years. That'd be kind of weird. And then on top of it, like you would, you would want something to go out there so that people make the correlation between Xbox and Indiana Jones, and of course, with the actual Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny coming out two weeks later after the showcase, Ooh. right? As and Disney's for- yeah. Grim Junior says you guys already talked about Aaron Greenberg's tweets. Obviously, it's not going to be CGI. I know that's kind of what I'm trying to say with Mag. Like if they're showing it, like they're really showing it. Like they can't, they can't just show CGI. And say, no, here's no, the I, tone, because Aaron said they weren't going to do that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, man, I mean, if you're thinking big... if it's going to be a showing, then we get to see what it actually looks like somehow, other than well, that I mean, stupid desk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Other than the desk. I mean, like, you don't even have to show gameplay, but you could show in-engine in footage, no? Of yeah. like a pass-by of over like a, I don't know, a lost city uh, underwater or something like that. Like a, whatever the heck he's doing. You know what All happened right? to me today? I was, I was thinking I was thinking about, oh, I, I saw a video where somebody was recreating Indiana Jones' diary. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I totally forgot how that's such a ripoff. How Nathan Drake had the same thing. And I thought about the Uncharted series. I'm like, man, they just completely ripped off. A modern yeah. Indiana Jones for, for and in a good way. Like I really, yeah, I, really like it. And like Uncharted there's not much original series, yeah. about that game. No, it's an um, homage to it. But it's so indie. good. And it's so yeah. good. And then Tomb Raider kind of did the same thing. Tomb Raider's always been like the female yeah. Indiana Jones. And then the reboot was like a mix of that and Uncharted. Um <laughs> is is the Indiana <laughs> Jones game going to be a modern ripoff of Uncharted trilogy? No, I actually don't think so. I think it's going to be, you know what I think they're going to do? I think they're going to avoid that. I think they're going to avoid that because they probably had the same con. Listen, if we're having this conversation, they had this conversation when they were sitting around. I mean, saying, are they smarter All right, than what us, are we though? doing? Are you crazy? Just get real. Uh, anyways, here's the thing. What I think is going to happen is they probably sat back and said, you know what? 
Tomb Raider did their thing. Oh, sorry, the original Indiana Jones did their thing. Then Tomb Raider did its homage to the same thing. Then Uncharted did its homage to the same thing. Why do the exact same things they did? You know what I say they do? It would I like say they retread, go back yeah. and do... Exactly. I say they do a 2023 version of the 1990s PC Indiana Jones games. And so it was a mixture of exploration with, with the adventure. Um, kind of like Tomb Raider, I guess, but like just a little bit, you know... Leaning a little bit more towards that, like that, you know, that that darker mystery sort of Indy Jones kind of vibe. Uh, maybe a little bit more violent, some more. I don't know. Uh, but they're gonna. It's it's a fine line. They're gonna have to dance here, right? Because you know, if, if anybody remembers the PC, remember the PC games. There was Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine. There was Indiana Jones and the Lost City of Atlantis. Is this a Those are fantastic games. Oh, no. What Indy Jones? Is it point click? No, God, no! You, if it's point and click, I'm, 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 I'm gonna. No, no, no! I mean the, the old PC game. I'm looking at it. It's like a. No, uh, no, no! Look up Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine. I'm looking Machine at it right now, PC. and it looks like it was made by. Well, it's a Lucas Arts game, and it definitely looks like a Day of the Tentacle style. You're clicking around and interacting with things. <laughs> looks yeah, so no, 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 no! No, man, but in, in Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine was an actual like action adventure game. Okay, let me let me look it up, and then we'll move on. Uh, Infernal yeah. Machine. Okay, here Infernal Machine. But it was on yeah. the N64, bro. Yeah. Hey, man, uh, it, was, it was awesome. I love that on, game. It was on Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah, okay. I played it. Wow, um, yeah, it's a third person. It's yes. got the classic Nintendo, like, really heavy, harsh textures and, and low polygon count. And I'm looking at Indiana Jones in a Jeep, which totally is uh, was ripped off by Uncharted 4 when he's driving around in the Jeep in the semi-open world. So there you go. There you go, man. Naughty Dog never had a uh, original bone in their body. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I played Indiana it on Jones. PC. Okay, it was fun, man. I loved that game. I was, I, I adored that game. And it was, it was, hey, uh, it, it was, you know, it was obviously a product of its time. If you try to go back and play that now, it'd probably be incredibly difficult. But, yeah. anyways, it is what it is. But if they do a 2023 version of those kind of games, like that style of game, and not so bombastic as Uncharted is, I mean, obviously, there's going to be action scenes and things like that. It's going to be hard to avoid. Because, I mean, j just like you said, Uncharted is literally the ultimate homage to Indy it's Jones. A, yeah, it's a 20-year-old in the modern time just doing everything Indy did. did. Uh, one last right. thing before before we finish up, Mag. What is yeah. what is the one last thing that Xbox closes the show? Is it, a, is it an existing thing? Or do they have one last big thing to reveal that we don't know about? That's a tough one because, I mean, they've been so... Vocal what would you close the about, show with, Mag? If, um, I would, would you... me. Yeah, I would close it with. I would close. Ah, damn it! No, 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 no. I was about to say close it with Fable, but you've already teased the. You've already teased pre-show about Fable, so everybody's gonna know it's coming, right? Well, I mean, I, I think a lot of the people who are really like, <laughs> who've been like sniffing <laughs> the 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 Fable thing for so long, or. Hoping yeah. to expect it. And many years we've been hoping to see it. Um, if the very last thing is like an actual look at Fable, that could be big. Or would you, if you've got that one big AAA game that you're having someone make for you, like, would you end with Fable? Or would you end with that big AAA game that no one knows no. about? That No. What are you doing? Listen, they ended last year's show. The one more thing was Redfall. Okay. Oh, the, the year before. Yeah. Was it the year before? I thought it was last year. It was 2020, year. 2021. Yeah, because they oh, opened, they what opened was 2022 last year? with like 12 minutes or eight minutes of Redfall actual footage. 
Okay, what, uh, what did they, what was the, the last thing? The last thing was the Starfield reveal, like a yes, 15 minute. Yes, okay, yes, uh, yes, yes, okay. Okay, right, okay, I got the two years mixed up. Anyways, um, I think you end off with either Fable or Pipe Dream, Indiana Jones. Just a little something. You don't have to show anything crazy, just a little something to give everybody that teaser of Indiana Jones as they, you know, dovetail into the actual Disney film that's coming out in two weeks. So it's on, you know, so everybody's talking about it. But maybe let's say let's that's not realistic. Let's go, I, I have to go with Fable. What else could they possibly show? What could be the I mean, one more thing? What third party we can't game just are they working a on great with somebody? AAA game and say, close with this, but you know, I would say it would be really great to say what type of game like if i say they open up with one last thing and it's a it's a third person action adventure open world game which are few and far between on xbox so like that would be good like it comes out we don't know what it is we learn about this new ip in that moment and fable could be anywhere in the show and still do really well so um rick Payne says they need to lead with fable and i don't really have that answer i think i want them to open with avowed and i would be anybody's really happy with them closing with fable because after the after if they close a fable and we get to see what the game actually looks like and they're done and then they say stay tuned immediately following is the Starfield Direct, which is 30 minutes of we didn't even talk about Starfield and we'll we'll I guess we'll just save it for another time. Or we'll just talk about it when they show it because Starfield has literally showed you everything that is in the game. Character creation, perk system, RPG right. elements, building, right. ship customization, ship combat gun combat uh some of the exploration in the galaxy map like there's not much left so let me close with this mag i would love to see starfield direct be mostly comprised in that 30 minutes of 15 plus 20 minutes of going and getting a quest talking to the quest person having that player make dialogue choices go out to your ship Pick a location on the map that is for the game or for the, for the quest, fly to there in the, in the cutscene, land, open the bay doors, walk out like they did with the moon Crete in 2022 and show us how you organically play through a mission. Like just let sure. us sit back and watch that because sure. they teased that last year where they showed us maybe three minutes of an opening mission. You got out of the, out of the ship, you attacked in, into an area and it cut as the fight was really kicking off. But um, get us up to a real high point of a big mission. And don't do the Spider-Man 2 thing, Mag. Don't do where they show you the whole entire big set piece. Show us all this amazing stuff. And right when it's about to get really good, then cut to black and talk about the rest of the things you're going to talk about. And I think we have a killer, killer Xbox showcase with everything we talked about tonight, plus that Starfield showing. What's the one thing you need to see from Starfield out of everything else, Mag, before we close up? Exactly what you just because I just need to know what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, what's the reason? You know, what 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 is what is the reason for this game to exist? Is there is, a is there, is there a universal catastrophe that's about to happen? Am I saving the galaxy? Am I saving the universe? Is there a giant bad guy coming on a giant ship coming to destroy the whole Will you, you have a I mean? ridiculous mustache? What will I have a giant Cossack mustache? What like what are the reasons why what is this game? What is yeah. this game? Is there like a, uh, like I said, like a like an Avengers level threat coming to destroy Earth, and you're gonna go save it? 
Or are you or are you just farting around gathering plants? Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I need to I mean, know. There will who's be the, good the guy. gathering of the who's, plants. There will be. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. But I mean, like, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Who's the good girl? Who's the bad girl? I know that sounds like something you know. <laughs> sounds like a Saturday night conversation. But anyways, uh, here's the thing. It's just like, oh, at the I'll, same time, I'll let's get serious. It. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, where's the Atriox speech? I want to know who the bad guy is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to oh, see this guy come in. I'm like, I yeah. am coming to destroy yeah. the planet Earth. So I want to know why I'm getting into a spaceship with a gun and I'm walking into a into this planet to go like blow stuff up. Why am I doing this? So yeah, I who, want to who know wants why. To ruin, ruin the galactic economy and and humanity. Right. Yeah, I want to know because who... you're picking up a gun for a reason, aren't you? You're not yeah, just picking I mean, up a gun. Are, like, why are you there? Like, did you yes, did I, you hit your head on a moon rock and you have amnesia and you need to find out where your is. dad is and get the uh, water pump working? I don't know, but I I do know that everything you do in Starfield is better than the main quest, and that's always how it goes. Uh, we got a super here from Eternal Shadow. I thank you for the five. He says, knowing the relationship between Sega and Microsoft, he goes off off topic here. Knowing the relationship between Sega and Microsoft is so deep. Look at Game Pass full of Yakuza series. I wouldn't be surprised the return of Condemned. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, I didn't even talk about the Starfield controller. I actually had that in the listing. Starfield controller and a headset is completely legitimate. People have recorded video of them grabbing it early in the store. You know, some stores like, whoops, these aren't supposed to be here. Starfield controller (laughs) looks pretty cool. Clear yeah. triggers, red back. Uh, I, I had a picture of it on the podcast a while ago. The yep. headset looks cool. I don't need one. Um, somebody just messaged me on Xbox and said, you didn't talk about the controller. I, I, It was in my list and I forgot. But um, I'll, I'll say out of all the things that we said that I have to see from Starfield, Mag, that one of the number ones next to that big mission is we need to see that performance. And Phil said, we will see the performance Jess Corden said he is getting more and more confident that that performance mode is a thing. Phil has said things that have alluded to if we would have gotten to Redfall as early as we got to Starfield, we wouldn't be in this performance issue. That tells me, along with all of the other things that say there's no reason why that game should only run at 30, that when I sit down, I'll say this one last thing. When I'm sitting there in the Microsoft Theater, our Novo Theater, whatever it's called, and I'm watching that. And if that thing comes up on the screen, and if it's 30 FPS, and I'll know immediately, I'll know, know in the first four frames, You'll you're going to hear me yell in the audience of 500 people, Fudge! <laughs> 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 And, then and I'll I, be and I'll be watching from the beach, going, "Hey, honey, that was cold. That was cold." <laughs> and I'm gonna have Sean the Bree record my reaction because if I see that game at 30, that means we're telling you right now that game doesn't have performance mode, and I'll be so mad. And uh, Aaron's gonna be like, "Man, we should we shouldn't have done this," but I think it's gonna be great. I'm super excited. We are flying out in like two days. We're gonna go yep. to Games Fest. We are going to go to the Xbox showcase fan fest and some other big events that I'm going to be going to throughout the weekend. We're just going to have a great time with all the people that I've met here. Thank you so much for being here for episode one Oh five of the XC podcast. Meg, thank you yes. so much. I wish you safe travels and don't, yes, and you too. Don't sunburn your nether regions while you're out there. Oh, I'm so you excited. You're going to have a good time. I- I, listen, I'm Ita- even though I'm the palest Italian on earth, as soon as the sun hits me, I just turn brown. Uh, I, don't, I don't burn. I just go from white to brown. You're it's like a it's chicken nugget. Thing. 
Yeah, it's the strangest thing. Yeah, it basically, yeah, just like put me in a deep fryer and that's it. That's, I go from white to brown uh, so I don't burn. But anyways, listen. Uh, yes, you safe travel as well. Uh, obviously, we will not be doing a show next week. We'll both be uh, in uh, different areas. You'll be in LA. I will be in the Dominican Republic. So, uh, yes, we will yeah. all, we will be away, but I'm sure we'll be back the next week, and you're going to hear all the crazy things that we're going to talk about. Not about our trip, but we're going to be talking about that showcase and everything else that we saw in the in the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, and I, I totally predict to that when we do come back. Um, we will have lots of great stuff to come back. Oh my about. God. Yeah, Last yeah, year, yeah, it wasn't really that way. Everything really quieted down. Um, I need to look at my itinerary because I could be home, like walking through the door close to time for X and C. So I am going to figure that out. I'll put it on an announcement. If I'm going to come home, drop my luggage and in an, and then in an hour, be able to do the show or something like that. I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out. I may do that show with somebody. If not, Mag's are not going to be here, obviously. Flying? So no, no. Are you yeah, flying Mag back? Mag won't be here. I'm flying. Showcase? I'm flying back Monday morning. So oh, okay. Yeah, See, that's like yeah. I'm not even like halfway through my trip at that point. So I, I will definitely not. But be I mean, back. I'm going to be chomping yeah. at the bit to talk about it. So sure. Um, I'm going to figure out probably tomorrow. I'd rather prefer not to be stressed and just to go do this, go enjoy the show, come home and relax. But thank you guys so much for being here. Really appreciate you, a thousand plus of you who are listening to Mag and I talk about how our skin will change colors as we get out into the into the sun. But we really appreciate it. Uh, thank you all for your support. We'll see you very soon. I'll see you on social media or forums, wherever you're going to be fighting with PlayStation fans or PC fans. It's going to be so great. Thank yep. goodness the wait has been so long. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you guys um, very, very soon. Thanks. Enjoy the show, guys. We'll see you in a few weeks. All right, later.